Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never. Yo, what up? We got DJ D Miles. Yo, 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 yo. We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. And this is presented to you by DJ City. This is actually our two-year anniversary, y'all. Yes. Damn, two two years. years already? God damn it. Two years, years man. <laughs> yeah, man. That shit is fast, man. Yeah. Did it go fast? It's yo, hell yeah. long as fuck, man. Yes. <laughs> pause, pause. No, that yeah, shit, pause. it felt like it took a minute. Yeah, it was uh, a lot's changed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We've grown. We got fatter. Yeah. Jamie <laughs> said he was looking at videos. Speak for yourself. All weight. <laughs> okay. No. Oh, never. <laughs> never. You got to take it easy. Yeah, He's never spill himself today. You're really on, feeling man. yourself because you've been working out. You've been I losing should, yeah, weight. Man, and we're yeah. proud of you. But <laughs> don't never shit on good. us. Well, but he's just judging everybody. I'm not judging yo. nobody, man. No. Like, far from it, man. <laughs> nah. No, Jamie was was talking to you about uh, his new uh, nutrition regimen. And I wanted to help him out. I'm like, uh, he's like, he OG me, like, yo. Yeah, uh, I like, want to see him get fit, man. Nah. He was, we got to look out for each other, man. <laughs> yeah. He said, speak for yourself two minutes yeah, ago. Yeah. 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 Nah, you was, you was really on some, like, on some, like, oh, yeah, you trying to do something now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. that. And, then, and then he went, and then Neville was like, what, what's your regimen? What's your regimen? What do you eat in the morning? Yeah, break it what, down. Oatmeal? Like, I want to see what's up. I just want to see. Never feeling himself. Never been putting in work, man. Of course. Pause. Yeah. I hope never hits that I, wall. I had to, you know man. that wall? Nah, don't jinx me like that. <laughs> Yo, knock on wood. You know when you lose like the first 15? No, no, I, you I, plateau? I did, I did hit the wall for a second, but then I just kept going. How many pounds did you lose? Like 15. Nah, nah. I feel like when you hit that 20, 20 pound wall, yeah. you just boom. You can't. You, like, mm. you, 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 you see what happens. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it is tough though when you hit that wall. Yeah. yeah. And the weight, it just stays there. Yeah. Even though you try to diet, you try to work out a little bit more. That's when you got to start like throwing up and doing yeah, stuff like exactly, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cutting some of the fat off physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's doing like weird shit like take that. Take a lot right? of stuff to make you shit. Yeah. yeah. Stuff on. yeah, like yeah. That, um, Slim tea. tea. Yeah, exactly, tea. yeah. Oh, you'll be a fit tea bottle, man. Damn. Cold, yeah. Coding cleans and If they're paying good, fuck it, man. Yeah. yeah. I got you ain't no enough followers. You have enough followers. I ain't no shame in the game. Those pills work, though. I did it. You did? What? Which ones you tried? They were like these. That's organic. why they had to fix your ass. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was running through I the. I gotta six. get your name. They're these organic pills. You take them for thirty days, and, and it, it worked. It completely cleans out your intestines, Ooh. your stomach lining, all that. Did you um, lose weight taking yeah. this? How much? What was the I name of that? Like what was the name of that pill? Pounds. What was the name of that pill? <laughs> I can't remember. I had the bottle at the crib though. <laughs> I gotta get that shit. What was? The How'd name you get the it? bottle first? No, I ordered it online. Oh my god. On Amazon. It was approved through the FDA. It was like stomach draino. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, only thing is, it, had, it did have me on the toilet a lot. Yeah, dehydrate yeah, the yeah. fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah. So they, did um, the weight stay off, or did it come back on after you stopped um, taking? It the stayed pills? off. I just had yeah. to maintain my diet, though. Dude, I oh. met Darren in 2010. He still looks the same, dog. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one that looks the same in all these videos. You've been looking like you've been looking a little like pause. You've been looking a little like you gained stocky. a little weight. Yeah, a I little did. stocky. Because after the whole thing. With your guinea ass, if you were saying. I couldn't really work out like the way I wanted to. So, yeah, uh, you have to eat. It happens, man. Yeah. You take that you break. Stop taking that, the stomach drain pills, <laughs> man. It fucked up your ass. Shit, got V up. I don't know about that. Jesus Christ, Anyway. Two years. Yeah, two, yeah, years. two years. Anyway. Congrats, gentlemen. We came a long way. I can't. Fuck well, we got some way. questions, right? We're going we're gonna to go through the questions later in the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. 
I'm not was, looking forward to it. It was a lot of questions. Yeah, thank you, thank you guys for the submissions, too. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, good looking yeah. out. By the way, never had the best video. What you mean? When you were telling people to submit their questions? The promo video. Oh, the promo, promo video? Yeah. Yeah. Two years in, you still don't know how to fucking uh, intro shit. anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> Neville's video was good. Yeah. Uh, that's what I, I didn't mean. want to post it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you <laughs> didn't post it. <laughs> I didn't post it. Because he's feeling himself. He's like looking in the camera all weird. And Yo, it's never from the well, podcast. To, you know when 50 Cent started working out again? Yeah. And he started just posting these weird selfies of him looking in the camera? Yeah. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> uh, so, so Neville that's has been feeling himself then. That's what Neville nah, was starting to dude, do. Yeah. That's what dude, I'm Neville, to do, you man. sounded good, man. I feel like Neville like be watching TV and then he just starts taking selfies, just looking at himself. Doing that Al Sharpton shit. When that like, body, like, do I start to get that six pack, I might take a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> if you get a six pack, I'll, I'll take the picture. I'll oil the shit up for you. I'll yeah, make it all nice. I'll do gotta, the lighting. Gotta hit the scam Christmas party with no shirt on. Just oh shit, it's really cold. Son. Just a tank top, or just like a jacket with no shirt on. A yeah. jean jacket with a chain. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's it's funny because I tell a lot. I talk to a lot of motherfuckers, and like, there. I think there are points in your life where you want to lose weight. Yeah, and you want to actively do it. You know, and mm-hmm. sometimes. We get hit with like some health issues, and then we're like, "Damn, we really got to take care of yeah. ourselves and stuff like that." And that, and yeah. that's the shit that like scares you to like lose weight. Definitely, man. Like, well, the mental aspect of working out is a lot too. Yeah, like the mindset for me, that's the hardest thing is me having that mindset of I need to go daily, I need to do these amount of things a day, I need to eat this kind of way, mm-hmm. and just having that mental discipline is probably the hardest because the physical part. I feel like I I worked out all my life, so that's easy. But it, the mental part is probably the hardest. I think a lot of people go go through that. I mean, with me, I think it's both. Yeah, the mental and like even the eating. It's like yeah. I've been on a strict diet recently, and it's at times I'm just like, fuck, man, I want to like wild the fuck out. I want to go to <laughs> McDonald's or Wendy's and just like yo, because you had those withdrawals, right? Yeah, man. Like that sugar and the salt, yeah. and then like those are real drugs. It's like, like, like I don't even like cake. So like, I want to get a, a cake and <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> really? Yeah, I swear to God, man. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it's like, I never heard never like, say cake in his life. And the way he's talking about it. <laughs> yeah. P.S. I'm into it. So that shit's so real, man. It's yeah. real. I was like, I'll like drive past in and out Burger and I'll smell it. Uh-huh. And I'll like low-key go crazy. Like I want a double-double so bad. I ain't go front. You know what? I have one cheat day during the week, <laughs> Sunday, uh-huh. and I look forward to that. I've been looking forward to Sunday like every day since I started to die because I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> Yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah, he was telling me I didn't put your shit on blast. We can edit this shit out. He nah, was telling look. me a shorty was trying to holler at him. Yeah, and he just wanted to go home and like eat. Right, you just want to eat some <laughs> shit. You just thinking about some leftovers. It happens. I mean, dude, you're yeah. like fuck this shorty. I just yeah, want to get just my leftovers. That's happened. Yeah. Anyway, motherfuckers don't want to hear this shit, right? I know. Right? Yeah, they don't care. It's life shit, man. They want to hear that. This sounds exactly right. like the first episode two I years know. ago. <laughs> we haven't evolved. At all. I know, right? At all. I'm sorry. Guys. You said the same like, motherfuckers don't want to hear this shit. Anyway, I'm tired of never feeling himself. You need to humble your ass a little right. bit, man. This motherfucker <laughs> really thinks he's like Usher. For real? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God, anyway. Alright, wait, wait. Well, let's get back to this shit because uh, I, I want to talk about we have to actually promo this uh, shot to cut corners styles, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone at uh, Serato. We got the DJ City uh, Serato workshop. Yeah, 
and they, they're going to uh, I think they're doing Vancouver tonight, right? Yeah, Vancouver's tonight, October seven. Yeah, and then what they're doing, they're gonna actually come to Vegas. And we're gonna host the one in Vegas. So it's basically a workshop for Serato Studio, which is mm-hmm. based their production studio uh, program. Yeah, mm-hmm. which actually looks really dope. Pidot, have you fucked with it at all, or is it good? Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. It's still it's easy. All right, perfect for DJs. I've been hearing. I haven't heard anything bad about it. So, no, nothing. Yeah, bad. yeah. So I'm actually looking forward to this workshop. But they have a workshop in Vegas, Hollywood, Oakland, and Los Angeles. And yeah. the, the mm-hmm. dates are Vegas is going to be uh, October 24th, which mm-hmm. is a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Hollywood is going to be October 27th. 27th. Oakland is October 28th. The day after that. And then Los Angeles is uh, October 29th. Yes, October yeah. 29th. So basically, all you got to do to register and sign up for this workshop, because it's not open to everybody. Yeah. And I think there's limited entries, right? Yeah, there's very limited entries. So the DJ City registration website is all fucking complicated. So what we did was we simplified it. Go to reflectionsofadj.com, and we have a banner there, and you can basically click the banner, and you can go to the sign up and just register for either, either city. Anywhere from Las Vegas, Hollywood, or whatever. Yeah. It gives you the address, the, t- uh, the time, and the date. Yeah. So just register. Go to reflectionsofadj.com. Check the uh, Serato banner with DJ City yeah. and Serato. And, and then, you know, you can register. I don't know how many entries they're allowing. Yeah. yeah we don't know that. But, but, yeah. It's very limited. And the one in Vegas will be at Park on Fremont, October 24, 2019. 506 Fremont Street, Las Vegas, Nevada, from 6 to 9. Oh, so. great. Thank you. Thanks, nice. information, Dave. Oh, my God. <laughs> First, you tell me, make sure you have all the info. And you're tell them the info. Like, right. Well, I didn't know I had so much info. Yeah. I'm actually very impressed that I had all the info. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, I'm looking it's, forward to it, yeah, though, man. I'm actually looking forward to it because I've been wanting to get back into production. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. But I, I don't know. For some reason, I kind of hate Ableton. What did, what did you use originally? Uh, I, I mean, I was a Pro Tools guy, yeah. man, and then I never switched over to Logic, and then Ableton came out, and I learned the shit, but it, I'm just not what feeling it. it. Yeah. yeah. So our listeners are gonna get a new beat album from you? No, no. I mean, I just wanted like <laughs> fuck. I just want to make edits and shit, and just okay. do like different shit, and then slowly maybe you know I'm not trying to make like real production. Okay. I let all you fucking studio nerds do that shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just excited because the last time they had it here, I think it was 2016. That was the reason I converted to Serato DJ Pro. Oh, really? Based oh, off it, of the, it was at Crossover, right? At no, Vice. no, there was one at Crossover. The last one was at um at Blend, uh, yeah. Blend mm-hmm. Institute. What the fuck is Blend? Um, it, was like, it was like a DJ school slash record store. It's out here. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it no longer exists. Um, it was right? run by Spare DJ Spare. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Trust Spare. Where the fuck was that? It was it was like Summerlin. Like off of like Tropicana and the two fifteen freeway. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. They had a good turnout. I think uh I think Cut Corners was at that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he did a whole workshop with Serato DJ was Pro. Was Sonny James there? No, he wasn't there. Shout out no. to Sonny yeah. James. I hope he comes to Vegas. Yeah. But saying all that, like it was really informational and it helped me kind of like easily convert because I was still on the fence. Yeah, Not yeah. really sure if I wanted to do scratch live scratch live or leave scratch live. So mm-hmm. Hopefully, it'll turn me on to some things. Yeah, with, it'll be uh, good. It's, it's you know, all you Vegas motherfuckers come out. Uh, it's going to be at Park, and we'll just hang out, and we'll check it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see that shit. Anyway, man, speaking of Vegas, there's been a lot of drama going on in Vegas. <laughs> it's been getting spicy. Yeah, man. You guys, I, anyone, everyone outside of Vegas, y'all don't know what's going on. 
right yeah. now, and I don't know how much I could talk about yeah, it. Yeah, should we be should we be talking about it? You have to talk about. Basically, <laughs> there's a nightclub. There's a huge nightclub out here that opened this year, right? Yes, chaos. <laughs> Yeah. Chaos in the Palms. Yeah. Yeah. And they had a $60 million contract with Marshmallow. Correct. Yes, for two $60 years. $60 million for two years. Break it down. That's probably like 600 k a show. Uh huh. Because there's 50 shows a year. God damn. Right? A lot of money. Yeah. yeah. So 600000 They recently cut his contract and they paid him out for 35 mil. They didn't even finish eight months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only that, they cut Skrillex contract, Cascade's contract, and maybe some others. The only if you look at the the schedule for Chaos right now, uh-huh. it only says like Cardi B, right? Yeah. And Cardi YG. B. And YG, YG. Yeah. right? During the but but it has YG on there because it's the weekend of that Halloween. Uh, one day night in Vegas. One day yeah. and night or one day, night in Vegas. Day in Vegas. Day in Vegas. Day in Vegas yeah. festival, which is that hip hop festival from Coachella or Rolling Loud. Uh, Coachella. Coachella is bringing a hip hop festival. November first through the third. Yeah. So YG's already in town, kind of. Yeah. Like, he probably booked like an after party right. there, right? Yeah. At um, at Chaos. Yeah. And so, that's and, Halloween weekend too. And that was supposed to be the big, big mega club that was supposed yeah. to actually like hold eight thousand. Yeah. But there's been all types of shit going on because all of these contracts are getting cut. All of these uh, like big, high profile DJs and acts are being cut. Yeah. And. Shit. How so you, I, I mean, you mentioned Skrillex and um, all the other DJs. Exactly. Did, yeah. they, did they get paid out as well? I don't know. I don't know if the club's out of money. I don't know if they're just like, fuck all this shit. Because I've been hearing been some shit house. about Marshmallow's initial contract. Right. Yeah. That's the only one I heard about. Yeah. yeah. So basically, there was another competitive club at another uh, prestigious hotel. Which I, hotel was it? <laughs> I don't want to say the name, but Circus Circus. Yeah, it was Circus Circus. Stratosphere. Let's just say it was. Yes. No, it's the Strat now. It's the Strat. The Strat. It was the Strat. Hey yo, uh, the Strat. The Strat. Oh, the Strat. The Strat. Never. God damn. Like I'm distraught. Yeah. Uh, I was a traveler. Can we speculate on what we think is going? No, on? No, we know what's going on. I just don't want to fucking be right. like six nine on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Step you with my big yeah. Yeah, you. I don't think they're out of money. I, I mean, they're. No, as, as we speak, they're putting up a dome. Pause. To, uh, yeah, yeah, but they was putting that up before all this drama popped yeah. off. Well, chaos is closed at the moment too. Let's, yeah. let that, let's put that out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the dome, right? They're, they're putting the yeah. dome, yes. Which is going to be for their nighttime. Yeah, but when they had when they was building the dome, they still had Marshmallow <laughs> and all these other DJs signed up yeah. to work there. But now it's like, I feel like everything's in limbo. I know a lot of crazy shits going on. A lot of people are getting laid off. A lot of execs are like being. I don't know. A lot of people resigning. A lot of like motherfuckers are getting their clothes thrown out of their crib. <laughs> like <a lot laughs> some crazy that's shit that's is going on. Some waiting to tail shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on right now. I see you've been on Twitter a lot. Like, huh? huh? I see you've been Yo, on Twitter. Like. If you guys want to know what's going on here in Vegas, that P dot, you put us onto this dope Twitter account, Vital Vegas, Vital Vegas at yeah. Vital Vegas. If you want to know exactly what the fuck's going on. Go to at Vital Vegas. Yo, that's like the TMZ of Vegas nightlife. Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Wow. They don't give a fuck. They're no, like, they are putting shit out there, they bro. They naming names and shit. They and naming numbers out there. And it's accurate. And it's, it's accurate. It's pretty accurate. Yeah. But basically, one of the biggest scandals is Marshmallow's contract, initial contract. So basically, this competitive club, we're going to call them Circus Circus, yeah. right? Okay. Circus Circus was basically uh, Marshmallow's rate. Because they were interested in him. Interested in him, but there's some other shit going on on the side. So basically, did Marshmallow's rate. So 
pay top dollar for marshmallow. Right. Okay. Do you understand? Okay. So his rate went to sixty million for two years. So Circus Circus basically his 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 rate. Yeah. And then in order for to overpay. And then somebody was getting But I don't know who. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone at Circus Circus. It was the clown that's holding the sign in the front. Yeah, but I don't know. Fair. I don't know if this is true. This is all this rumors. This is all on I don't Twitter. Know who told me. Weird motherfuckers told me. Drunk motherfuckers told me weird shit. Yeah. yeah. A lot of weird shit is being talked around. A lot of a lot of shit is. It's the wild west west right now. Yeah. Everybody's mm-hmm. everybody's scrambling. A, a lot of DJs. A lot of EDM DJs. Like I. I don't know if I was Circus Circus or if I was right now. I don't know if I would trust paying Anybody. any of these EDM DJs top dollar anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. because there's all types of side shit going on. So you think it's done? Like those crazy rates? I don't think it's done. I think it's far from done. Yeah. I think that the motherfuckers are gonna clean house though. Yeah. Like yeah. I think a lot of shit. You know, I think a lot of shit's gonna change, but I don't know. Like it just when seems. You say really clean weird. house. Do you think there'll be a situation where, uh, like, a venue like Chaos that's gone through this, they may go in a different direction and maybe like do more of the like live shows, live acts. Well, they, they only kept fucking Cardi B and then YG, I think, is a one-off. And then Osuna. Right. I think they kept a bunch of the Latin artists. Well, I I don't know if you can cancel a contract with QC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if QC's going to be. <laughs> yeah. That's a different animal. You know, that's hey, a, yeah. pause. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if QC's going to be like, yeah, you're going to talk to my lawyer. You know, like, yeah. I think QC's going to be like, what? Yeah. Hold on, I'm fight. coming down there. They might show <laughs> up <laughs> Vegas. Gonna, we're going to talk face to face. I don't know if you can cancel a QC contract. And I'm like bringing the Migos <laughs> for, for muscle. <laughs> I know this is going to get, this is like. So so what I'm, think, what I'm seeing is basically the EDM phase in the bottle service it's phase. It's not a phase. It's just that. It was a phase. I know. Yeah, oh, I thought you were talking about right now. No, no. I know that phase, that time of DJ world nightlife. It's coming to an end. Thanos just snapped. I don't think no, so, no, man. No, 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 no. It's not coming no. to an end. No. I'm just saying. I just, think, go I just think. The, I think there's a lot of people that that were just manipulating the money the and just doing this. Yeah, fucking with the system. Oh, okay, cool. So and the, I, that's gonna change. I think. But you don't think you don't think EDM nights are are over? No, 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 no. no, no. no so you, no you still think people are gonna get paid fat? Of course. People yeah. still coming to see Diplo. They're coming to yeah. see Snake. Aoki. Yeah. Calvin. Mm-hmm. Tiesto. 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 Those yeah. are the big name guys. Yeah. Even Alesso's Alesso has a draw. All these yeah. dudes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think I think there's definitely a draw for all of that shit. Mm. But I also think there's a draw for like live performance acts. It's really just how like the nightclub uh curates it all. Conducts yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't I don't I don't think it, it I don't think there's gonna be like an end of EDM. I just think there's gonna be a difference. I think if rates go down, rates are gonna go down because they're really going to start looking at ticket sales now. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. going to be this shit where like, well, everyone wants him and there's yeah. hype behind it, so I'm going to give him all of this money. They're going to be like... Hard ticket sales. Or what they might do is they might dead those two-year contracts and be like, yo, let's do a six... We'll do a six-month to a year, but you have to meet this amount of money, and if you don't meet this amount of ticket sales or if we don't have this much, uh, this amount of gross mm-hmm. in the night, we have the option to cut this contract. Oh, yeah. Got it. I think they're just going to protect themselves so they're not stuck in that $60 million contract like with yeah. Marshmallow. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yo, by the way, $60 million for Marshmallow is fucking nuts. Whoever approved that and signed that check is crazy. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I think it takes a lot of people to, to make that happen. You know, how many different Marshmallows are out there running around? Yeah, we're the clones. Marshmallow clones. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a lot of flights. It's a lot they, of they all got to get paid. Nah. <laughs> That's a lot, a lot of, of fucking money, bro. I wonder how many marshmallow clones there are. Oh, I'm giving you four. Huh? I'm giving you four. Four. How many different helmets are there? For some reason, I want to say six or eight. I don't know why. But I think it's five counting the original, and there's four clones. Okay, you're basing this on no... No, no, there's no, nothing. At, no information at all. No, this is this, <laughs> this is, is like a gut feeling that James. No, there's having. there's a reason behind it's like five. No, there's a Where reason behind this from. Uh, there's a reason behind. It. I just I'm not gonna say it because it's really gonna burn people. And I, you know, <laughs> shut just, up. Okay, so you say four? I think four in the original. Don't ask him. He doesn't know. He's just talking out of his ass. <laughs> okay. I think geographically. Okay. Like, yeah, well, what are you hiding in your armpit no, right I'm now? Not, I'm not hiding What information anything. are you hiding I'm in your armpit? I'm not hiding it. Just speculations. There you go. See, he's talking out his ass. Shut up. Um, yeah, but anyway, go to Vital Vegas on Twitter. Yeah. You can get the skinny on shit. Yeah. I promise we're not getting money off of them. <laughs> we just promoting them. Go, go read. It's, it's fun some, read. It's yo, a good read. It's some juicy <laughs> shit, though. Pause. Pause. <laughs> I haven't really heard. I mean, yo, have you never, have you ever seen... This many execs and this much shit pop off in like a span of a month? Not like this, no. Dude, it was like a week. Shit was just going. It, it was, was like, like a, a week, a hot week of just motherfuckers getting fired and leaving and resigning. It was crazy. I know. It's like it's almost like it's like what's going on. It's like some Trump shit. It's like some crazy some impeachment. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like motherfuckers yeah. getting nightclub impeached out <laughs> yeah, here, yo. Man. It was crazy. No, anyway. Yeah, and then what? Long. And then what happened? You guys, the baseball guys, they're gonna build an Oakland A stadium now. So well, that's the is that the rumor? That was like the, the rumor. The investment group that purchased the Rio, I believe they're from New York. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be the landing spot for the new stadium. Well, I think they're going to tear it down either way and build something. Yeah. 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 But I understand the investment group is from New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're part of the Oakland A's? Or yeah, I don't know for well, sure. No, I think they're talking to the Oakland A's. Yeah. Because yeah. we have the minor league for the for the Oakland A's out here. Yeah. Which is the stadium that they the newly built stadium at Red Rock? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. up at Red Rock. Yeah. The problem is, is that the Rio, where the hotel is, is like right on Flamingo, which is like the most major fucking street. Mm-hmm. On the like, strip. On the strip. <laughs> And so they were talking about parking. Yeah. And there was going to be off-site parking. So you'd have to literally park somewhere and take a shuttle to the stadium. Yeah. yeah. Which is what they're doing with the Raider Stadium. They're doing that too? Yeah. They're I wonder how that lo- works. Designated locations that you park at, and then they just bus you into the stadium. It can't be a bus, though. It's got to be like a tram. tram. Yeah. A I mean, bus is crazy. Yeah, probably Can you a imagine a bus? Yeah, man. How many Nasty, buses? <laughs> How many buses and how many trams are going to be fucking in rotation that night? A tram makes sense. I can understand a tram. Yeah. I can't understand a bus. Yo, that's like some some 1950s shit. <laughs> like a I mean, bus. I mean, can they do a tram, though? Huh? Can they do a tram? It's like the yeah. Disneyland fucking tram. airport has a tram. I mean, but still, it's we talked about um, where the stadium is built. Yeah, just area. build an underground tram or even an overhead tram. But that's going to take like a couple of years to build. Mm, not really. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a or tram either. expert. Yeah, I was about to say you first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, question you and your fucking I'm not going to do a speculation. speculation. <laughs> well, you know, the last tram that I built was like eight months. Well, I think a lot of people are going to be parking. <laughs> <laughs> people are still going to be parking at casinos and walking oh, over. Oh, yeah. Like Mandalay Bay. I, I no, they're not going to do that. They're not going to so? do that. No. They'll charge them. No, no, no way. That's I don't think they're going to do that. Oh, yeah, because you drive so much. Huh? Because you drive so much. <laughs> they're going to crack down on that shit. How fast did all of these, when, when they build the, what was that stadium? The T-Mobile, T-Mobile stadium? Arena? Mm-hmm. Yo, T-Mobile Arena, all the hotels that were around there instantly cracked down on that shit. And yeah. they, they started doing, they started charging parking. Yeah, but they tax them too. 
I think the gate like uh for the day of the game is at least twenty five thirty bucks. It's thirty bucks. Yeah. Is that what's the regular price? Twelve bucks. Like is it's that hour, it's hourly. Park MGM? It's like seven dollars an hour, and then it's, it caps off at like twenty four. They gotta. They're probably gonna push. They're gonna push. Maybe they're gonna do that, and they're gonna make you like do mandatory val- validation for the fucking shit to like to yeah. make to make sure that you're spending money at their hotel. Yeah. But they're gonna yeah. crack down on that shit. There's no way they're gonna let motherfuckers. Well, go, what is it? The Golden Nugget right next to Rio? Or what is it called? Uh, Golden. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. Nugget, yeah, that one's free. So they're probably they're probably gonna start charging. Palms is free as well. Mm-hmm. Well, the Golden Nugget has to be free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one wants no, to go. They should just knock down the, the Golden, Golden Nugget, Nugget and make it a, a parking structure <laughs> for the stadium. Yeah. The Golden Nugget needs to do whatever the fuck they can <laughs> to get <laughs> motherfuckers in there. <laughs> they're still in service. <laughs> they're what? They're still like they're still on service. I mean, they're still around, so they must be doing something right. I mean. <laughs> Just because they're around doesn't mean they're doing something right. You know, right? <laughs> they're doing something okay. <laughs> a lot of old folks go to here, go to the gamble. Yeah. But for the Oakland A's to come to Vegas, and then for Oakland Raiders to come to Vegas, I feel like Vegas might become like the new like Oakland, the Bay Area <laughs> sister city, right? Oh, I'll, yeah. for sure. Yeah, because Raiders fans travel. Because yeah, Vegas is come. Vegas is already kind of like Bay Area cousins. big time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of people that move from the Bay end up here. Yeah. So yeah. The, for those teams, especially the Raiders, man, those fans travel. That's yeah. nothing. But if the Oakland A's are here, I yeah. mean, it's we're basically like, like o- the, the like, new Oakland. Yeah. That Imagine like on a Sunday night after a football game, dude. The day it's a football game and a baseball game, that's gonna be fucking yeah. nuts. That's I mean, crazy. I think it'd be good for the city for sure because people aren't just gonna come in the day of the game; they're gonna come in and make it a weekend. Yeah. Week, yeah. Honestly, no. How much of these fucking NFL games gonna help the city? Well, I'm how a, many NFL games are there? I'm gonna tell you right now. The average NFL ticket is from 175 to 250, one seat. But they're not gonna let motherfuckers tailgate either. No, no. Then that's a doesn't that ruin point. the whole experience? Yeah, really? I think that was like part I of. I think a lot of the newer the stadiums games. Uh, do that. I, I believe the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, their stadium, they don't they don't allow tailgating. What was that picture? Someone someone sent me a video of like a dude who who like set up a tent and had a strip club at the tailgate. <laughs> Sounds like the Buffalo Where Bills. Was this at, Did you man? see that shit? No, I never saw Sounds like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, like there was right a tailgate party and it was in the tent and they had a stripper pole and they would had strippers and motherfuckers oh, in there like eating Yo, barbecue and have a stripper pole. I could see that and watch Vegas. That's some Vegas shit. <laughs> that's some Vegas shit for They're sure. They're not gonna let you do that in the parking lot though. Yeah. Nah, fuck no. But I mean, I would I would imagine the average fan is gonna come in town on a Thursday or Friday and stay till Sunday, Monday. Nah, Monday. So that's gonna generate revenue with the casinos, the hotels, the restaurants. And it's just going to be a trick night for us as DJs. We'll see the effects. Because it's 16 games in a season. Half of those are home games. So we're going to have eight eight weeks of that kind of like And the baseball season is 162 games for so six 81 months. games. Yeah. How many motherfuckers watch baseball, though? I guess. Fuck off. No. <laughs> no, I'm curious. Like I, One I out of four. Like, I feel like a lot of people do One out watch of four, because Peter watches baseball. No, but I feel like the – Who's the highest paid athletes? Baseball players, right? Yeah. Baseball and cheese, bro. Do they have that much viewership, though? I believe so, man. They got more viewership than the NFL and NBA? NFL probably has the strongest. Well, you guys, 160. But aren't they the least, aren't they the the lowest paid on the total pole? That doesn't make any sense. Well, no, because they're the lowest amount of games to drive Uh, to get revenue. Yeah, sixteen games, one hundred and sixty two games. Okay. Yeah, I went to the um, the minor league park in Red Rock. Um, this past summer, and it was packed. 
And I was surprised like so many people was come, coming out there to check out the game. Dude, the Dodgers average 44,000 in attendance every game. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And every, I mean, if you want to count the top seats where it started at 6 to $9 to the bottom seats that cost 250 to $300. Who's going to be the Oakland A's DJ? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> they probably already have their own. Jess oh, Spinoza is the Raiders. Yeah, they'll probably just switch them off. Jess Spinoza yeah. is with the Raiders. Yeah. It'll, it'll probably be both. You think so? Yeah. You don't think they're going to get like a Vegas dude? Like, oh, you know what would be good is Franzen. Franzen. Yeah. yeah. Franzen I can totally see Franzen doing it. I can see him doing the Raiders. Yeah. Out too. here. And then him and Jay Spinoza got a battle for they that. Dug yeah. it out. But you know what? I think Franzen is more of a Niners fan. He might not even touch it. Yeah. Pause. Hey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Oakland A's, though. Franzen yeah. would be perfect for that. The Bay or whatever. Anyway, man. Hey, by the way, I was in Portland this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is great. Go ahead. I want to know how well, this first, happened. I want to well, talk about Portland. I, like, Portland is basically like a baby Cali, right? Because they've never, they, been. never been. They love YG out there. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, they fucking love YG. And they, lo- and they love all the Bay Area shit. They're requesting it's, that stuff? I mean, they just love it, yo. Yeah, yeah. It's like what? It's just what? Oregon is like above Cali anyway. Yeah. It's West Coast shit. So yeah. they're basically West Coast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're just like a, a hipster version of like. They just go up north? The Bay Area. Yeah. They fucking love YG, though. Damn. Really? Yeah. I was doing uh, Damian Lillard's little brother's birthday party. Yeah. And you JR from Adidas? Yeah. You know JR? Yeah, it was yeah. his birthday party. Oh, okay. And I did that. And I <laughs> I didn't know who Damian Lillard was. I know. You texted <laughs> text us. You texted group chat. You're like, Damian Lillard is a rapper? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. You downloaded, you bought all his albums? I didn't buy you. all of his albums. What uh, did, I bought one of his it. albums. <laughs> huh? I bought his newest album. That's good. On iTunes. I'm kind of mad that I had to do that. <laughs> How much was that? $10? <laughs> huh? It was like nine ninety nine. It was eight ninety nine. It's not bad. I mean, I mean, you're never going to play that album, man. Huh? You're never going to play that album. I've been bumping it all weekend, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I actually believe that. No, but I didn't know about this beef he had with This is recent, Shaq. yeah. Shaq. Yeah. And then the diss song. I had to download. I had to find the diss song. I couldn't find the diss song. I had to, like, fucking rip it from a YouTube video. Yeah. The, the Shaq diss record? Yeah. Or rain, Rain, Go Away? Yeah. That's yeah. the latest one. He's awesome. He's really trying to be. He's taking this shit seriously. No, though. he can rap, rap. He can really. Yeah, rap. It's not his first album. Right? Yeah, he uh, he was he did the Five Fingers of Death for uh, uh, Sway. Can I can I, can I give uh, Damian Lillard some constructive criticism? Yeah, go ahead. Music. Listen up, Damian. Go ahead. Wait, you got not Damian Lillard. Damian Dollar. Damian. Oh, D. Dame oh, Dollar. Dame, Dame Dollar. Dollar. Dame that's Dollar. His rap name. That's who you're talking All to. Right, right first of all, look at the camera. With all due respect, first off, that's a horrible name, Dame Dollar. Why? Huh? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be questioning everything. Why? Why? That's a horrible name. It's a mix of Dame Dash and Ty Dollar. Yeah. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, damn, never that was kind of clever, right? Yeah, I was like, what? (laughs) That's a horrible name. I think you should change that shit. But he's just talking a little too much about his money. And it, and cars and all of this shit. Yeah. Well, that's what he. And had. it yeah, just that's and what it, he could it, talk about though. Right? But I feel like yo, like if you're gonna drop an album, I think it's just corny for an athlete to talk about the rap about that shit. So then, what is he well, gonna rap yeah. about? Ooh, I strike to to the right and I did a crossover. No, no, he's no, no rap because about it's like money. if you're gonna rap, if you're gonna rap, right? Like you, 
if you're gonna rap, you can't rap about money if money isn't if you didn't make money from for rapping. Rap. Does that make sense? Uh, nah, I, mean, I don't really care. Yeah, I, I kind of disagree with that. Really? Because yeah. then it then it becomes like what's that motherfucker's name? Like all about who's the fucking football player? Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Yeah. Then yeah. it becomes like that. <laughs> all about the money. <laughs> Then it becomes like all about the money. Must be the money. Must Must be be the the money. Must be the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't like. (laughs) It's just a different version of that shit. You know what I mean? I feel like he has he has another story he could have talked about, but like he had multiple tracks of just him talking about taking jets. Oh, maybe I'll buy this Ferrari. The, look at look at the money I got. Look at this. Look Why at that. Why are you hating on my man? Sean? I'm not hating. I'm just saying like. Well, yo. he just got a max contract, uh, Darren. What's, yeah, one ninety. How many years is that contract? Five. Uh, five for one ninety. <laughs> just me. I would. I would have. If I was in the studio, I would have been like, you know, Dame. <laughs> Why don't opinion. we make one dope song about how much money you got? Let's let's make one dope song about that. Yeah. And then let's 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 figure out some other shit we could talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all I would say. Dame Dollar will slap you with his money. <laughs> like, shut up. Probably would, eight man. songs. I'll probably never do his little brother's birthday party again. I know, right? You <laughs> fucked up on that. Why don't you get a call back next next year? Great people, though. They were nice people. They were, they were very chill. They didn't fuck with me at all. They were, were they into like the Bay Area shit, too? Because, they're you know, they're from Oakland. Uh, shit. I mean, I was just playing Bay Area shit. Whatever Bay Area shit I would know. I did a, yeah. I did a little jerk set. Uh-huh. Pause. Uh, pause. <laughs> but yo, crazy. you know how the Bay is, right? Like they got records there that I probably don't even fucking know about that are popping right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that will never leave that city. Yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. unless it blows the fuck up. But I will say this: that one E40 song, what is it? Chasing the money. The new is one? that the one? Yeah, it came out a couple months ago, a few yeah. months ago. It's like E40, Quavo. Is it fabulous on that one, or is Ro- that another one? Uh, oh, Roddy Rich is on it, right? Roddy Rich. Yeah, that's a great record. Yeah. I don't I know why that in the club. Why, I don't know why that didn't cross over. Um, I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's not chasing the money. Practice makes paper. No, it's an album. No, 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 no. Chase the money. Yeah, E40, Quavo, Rody Rich, ASAP Ferg. Yeah, sounds like a great lineup. And school and Schoolboy Q. Ooh, yeah, that's great. Fucking great song. Uh, you know, let me play some of this shit. Yeah. Chase the money. Chase the money. Chase the money. I mean, the Bay is probably already hot. That's just great, bro. Yo, can I just say, Rody Rich, that's like my new favorite fucking rapper right now. From like he's Coast. fucking, he sounds good on everything, yeah. man. He's like probably my number two. I'm still, on, I'm still on the baby right now. But the Rody Rich is like a better version of the baby. Think so? No, no, no. I mean, I thought you meant little baby. No, no, no. The nah, baby. The baby. No. The it, one. The Rody Rich is like a is like a refined re- version of a boogie and little baby. Yeah. He just sounds so he's good. Crisp. He's he's crisp. He sounds so good, and his melodies are always yeah. on point. We was just talking about that record he has with Must on Mustard's album that's like killing it, balling. Yeah, that's yeah, the you that know was what? like that's like an anthem, the biggest song Dude, on the album. Right that now. song <laughs> is fucking huge right now. Yeah. yeah, what song was that? Sorry, balling. 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 Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Let me play that shit off of the Mustard album. So you, you know, that, you know what I was two sample. I don't really wanna go. I don't really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sing that shit again. What was it? Yeah, sing it. I don't out. really wanna go. Hey, you sound great, man. You know what this reminds me of? Mm-hmm. When this shit comes on, it's like the new lifestyle. Yeah, 
You know what I'm talking about? The Young Thug Lifestyle. Oh, Lifestyle song. Yeah, yes, Rich yes. Gang. Yeah, it's like the the new version of that shit because everyone just starts like celebrating and shit. You know what I mean? The new on the right? Yeah. Gotta come. <laughs> it's great. Is this popping on the East? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Show popping LA here in the Yeah, place. for sure in LA. I was at Arena. This shit goes off. Shit is hot. He's actually, yeah. uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's going to be here celebrating his 21st birthday at uh, Dre's. He's performing. For his 21st birthday Halloween weekend Dude Dre's is snagging That's gonna be up crazy Some good acts up there yeah. Is Roddy Rich Signed to anyone in Vegas? Yeah Dre's He is? Yeah he Well he's been. gonna be performing at Dre's That's so. his first time First time yeah. yeah For his 21st birthday Oh that's why Yeah I don't know if he's signed But I know that's gonna be I'm pretty sure they're probably gonna sign him yeah. some three, three days a year or some shit. I think he's the next one man Yeah You think so? I think he's like one He's like maybe one or two songs away From a, a major hit I think we could probably expect something from him next year. Like yeah, mm-hmm. like he's one of the few artists, the new artists that I'm looking forward to. Like, yeah, I, I got. Too, I'm in this man. in the same with the baby and him. The baby just, yeah, the way he sounds on shit, man. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, but everyone's shitting on his album. They saying that he sound the same on every fucking song. He has the same flow. Um, sorry, he has the same. Wait, f- what is this Elvis shit of you holding? A fucking <laughs> yeah, why you holding the mic like that? Man? <laughs> chill, Jesus. <laughs> you can check the video on YouTube. The first forty-two minutes, I'm holding the mic. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, fuck the baby's <laughs> sound. Sound. This whole album sounds the same. It has the same flow. I think that all the songs are mainly the same BPM. And it all sounds like shook. And the album is like only thirty five minutes. Yeah, it's a very yeah, short sure. album. Yeah, I like it though. I, I fuck with the baby. I fuck with the song name Vibes. It's great. Yeah, Vibes is uh one of them. Vibes is dope. Whoa. That shit goes. You know it, baby nigga. <laughs> huh? Hi. Yeah. Another one. This shit was being requested to Bop. Oh yeah, yeah Bop is great. It just goes. You this sound this sound like a this sound like a throwaway Tory Lanez beat though, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Tory Lanez does have kind of yeah. I mean it's the same flow, but I'm not mad at it. The resemblance between that and Shug. And of course, intro is like. And a lot of people, right a lot of people shit on the fact that he'll. Do you have the whole album? Uh, Kirk? uh nah. There's a song in there that I really like. I feel like this is his. This was the baby's dreams and nightmare. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, that was his T. Why is it? I feel like. Uh, no, no, don't put T. Grizzly <laughs> in this shit. Don't put. Don't oh, T. Grizzly. Yeah, oh, you was, can't. You, LA, <laughs> you ever start Cali, clapping? That was his T. Grizzly. These Cali motherfuckers can't wait to. To, to spit T Grizzly out their fucking mouth, know, and he's bro. not even from the West. Every chance they get, hey, like, yo, rest in peace to his his, his manager, aunt, his aunt, yeah, aunt. and and but all T-Grizzly, of that. Yeah, he's but great. Stop. You can't you can't ignore Stop what, what I'm gonna really say. Great man. You can't ignore what this. He's not great. He had a hell of a summer in 2017. Was it? That. Yeah. Well, it was one song. Yeah, one song. It was one hot hey, song. And it was it was the song of the summer. Chingy had like three songs. <laughs> One call away. He didn't yeah. have no anthem though. Shingy got three songs though. Holiday Inn. <laughs> he didn't have no anthem. <laughs> and what's the other one? Right, right, there? right there was an anthem. Right there was, right an, there anthem. was an anthem. That was a song of the summer. I get emotional when I hear right there. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when she do it right there. I get emotional when I hear T Grizzly. <laughs> he starts crying. Don't say it like that. 
D, don't say that shit like that. I'm just Look saying, at, man. And then you make eye contact with me when you say it. <laughs> you know, everyone's trying to make that Dreams and Nightmares song. Like, they're trying to remake it. Yeah. You, you heard that, uh, that Young Ma, Young May? Like, the first no, song on the album? No. The first song on the album sounds like haven't? some Dreams and Nightmares shit. You know what, man? I don't know if I... I didn't download it. How was that album? I, I haven't listened to it yet. Man, I couldn't. I couldn't get. Uh. It's not. She, she it's needed, not what we expected from her. She's really rapping. She needs a producer. Yeah. She yeah. needs like a, a better producer. Yeah, man. You think she's chasing that hit? Like she has such huge success with her first hit. She's, she's not, but she's like she's a rapper, right? She's a street rap. Like she's, she's a, a street a, rapper. Yeah, she's right? I don't think she's chasing it, but she needs someone who can construct songs for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like what Irv Gotti did with Ja Rule. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Like, you know, like kind of what, like kind of what, what Puff did with Biggie. Mm -hmm. Like, you just have to, like, you need a good producer to, you know, like, be like, yo, you can rap, yeah. but like, let's put songs together. And then, because there's, she could, she could definitely spit. Yeah. But, mm, like, it, there was maybe two songs that I really liked on yeah. that shit. And it was the first song, which was. Her wannabe dreams and nightmares. Yeah. Her wannabe. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like every 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 rapper right now wants a dreams and like an emotional come up. Yeah. Right? Like we we made it, we here kind of song. They they all want that shit. That's it, true. They want that more than that they want a crossover good. record. Yeah. They want that street anthem, right? Yeah. Yeah. That motherfuckers in their city are gonna be like, yo, this is our dreams and nightmares in that joint. I mean well, Cardi, Cardi did it. She tried to do it yeah. too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It didn't right? work out, but it was great. It was a good you song. Heard, you heard Young M.A. is supposed to be, uh, I don't know if it's true, but she's they're doing the remake of uh, Set It Off, the movie. I they, heard they're doing a the remake, but they I don't, don't, need to do I don't know the cast. I know Issa yeah. Rae is like um, executive producing it. Yeah, and they wanted, I guess, or M Young M.A. wants to do uh, Cool They're not trying to get her to do that part, man. Yeah. What was it, Cleo? <laughs> Cleo? Just yeah. leave it alone at this point. Yeah, why would they fuck with that movie? It was good. Yeah. I know, man. They just they can't come up with original ideas. They're just doing remakes of everything. Yeah, I don't know why they would remake that though. I don't know. Are people like, are they uh, supporting this remake? I feel like I that. Would, so. Everyone I think would they be will, against man. it. Yeah. No, I think they support it. I don't. I don't. I, you can save that one. Just, I mean, did you see the? Did you did you see set it off, Jamie? No. So how you know what's going on? <laughs> Just leave it alone. Cause but I, you never saw it. I mean, but it, it's like, why would I, if I didn't see it, what's going to make me go see it? Younger man? But no, that's the thing is I think that the fact that you, there is a generation of people. Yeah, just leave it alone. There's a you generation that hasn't seen it. So no, no, I haven't seen it enough. Have you seen Gone with the Wind? Gone with the Wind. That's the old, no. No. It's so, not but gone. we don't need to remake that for the new generation to see. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Leave it alone. I, I think the best trying to fuck with going with the wind. Give me good shit like <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street, like shit like Did you that. see Boys in the Hood? Of, come on, yo! If they place. remake Boys in the Hood, I'll be yeah. Be, that like excited. leave it alone. I think they would remake. You that. can't remake that now. Why it would has you remake to be in that? the nineties? Like yeah. it's got to be in the in that era. It's like though. doing Blood in Blood Out. That's why, like, set it off. It's got to be in that era right now. It's, because at then it was so like yo, like it was like four chicks like getting together to like. Yeah. Who are at their all all at their lowest and they came together, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like now it's gonna seem forced because they try to force women in every fucking story. Did you notice that every action picture now has a like a woman lead? Did like Joker have every that? fucking action picture. I mean, like and what? you know what? The Avengers Endgame. Everything, <laughs> every action name an action movie. It, it's always the Joker always a have woman it? lead that fucked everyone up. The Joker have it? You no, the Joker didn't have it. 
That's an action. That's why when you have these rare movies like Rambo that just came out, mm-hmm. all these dudes are like, damn, man, like, uh, uh, like, <laughs> like they want to go to that shit because there's no dudes that are like fuck anything <laughs> up anymore, yo. Like, it's do you ever notice that? I've noticed it a little bit, but not as every much as you saying it. Not every movie. I mean, I think it's every movie. Every DC's action movie, making that bro. one with uh, uh, Harley Quinn and the four other girls. Every movie is like the, yeah. the lead is is some chick that like fucks up fifty dudes in it's one like a room. Few, it's a few. We only had Kill Bill back in the day. Now we have no. There's a lot. There's a lot of them. I mean, that joint um, Peppermint. Peppermint. Did you see that? Peppermint. Do you know what I'm talking about? With, um, Jennifer Garner. No, no clue. That she's like they killed her husband and kid, so she like, sound like another. Yes, yeah, she like hit off for five years. Yeah, learned yeah. how to do kung fu. And came Sounds back. like the Punisher. <laughs> Olivia Wilde was just in a movie where she was fucking people up. She was. It was a great movie. I forgot what it was called. Olivia Wilde was literally like. Or the new Terminator. No, she was just fucking people up. She was like, she was defending all of these like abused women. No, we just saw the preview. The new Terminator. The new Terminator is a woman. Yeah, like a chick, yes. like two two up. female leads. Yeah. But she's actually she's, three. But she was the lead Which on is Terminator crazy. Two. But that right. one got three though. The new Terminator is a female, okay. and they're protecting the girl. So it's like three female leads in the Terminator. And see, I'm not wrong, man. Then did he do another? <laughs> like did like a Lucy part two, but like a different name. It was like yeah, and then bombed. I forgot the name of it, but but that's what I'm saying. It's nonstop. And then, then what's the name? Charlie Theron was in another one where she was like At- fucking atomic, people up. Atomic something. Yo, it was like nonstop chicks just fucking people up. It was like back <laughs> in the day when it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dolph Lundgren, Sylvester Stallone. Except they're doing it with shorties now. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the name? Even did it. Uh, cool. uh, Cookie from uh, Empire. Oh. <laughs> oh. What's her name? Proud Mary. Proud. You gonna tell me I'm crazy? I never seen so many movies come out in the, in the span of a year where it was chicks fucking everyone up. <laughs> it's empowering. And meanwhile, and meanwhile, every show that I know needs help to put their carry on <laughs> in the overhead bin. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me you having all these movies with these shorties fucking like fifty dudes up in one room with and like and like a spatula and they fucking everyone up. And then, I mean, they was doing it back then, in the but day. But then these shorties can't. These shorties can't put their over. They fucking <laughs> the spatula overhead. She's waiting. She's eyeballing you, waiting for you to get it. Yeah, anyway, what we told you said why? What's nah, wrong with a remake? Yeah, I think it's lame for that. But it's too many coming out right now. There's right? like a, a generation that has never saw the originals. Would you guys so want to shed light on that? Would you guys want to remake a Friday? No, no, no. Leave it alone. Here's the good question. Mm. When was the last remake that you saw that was good? I got one. Lion Pet King? Cemetery. And this sounds really gay. Pet Cemetery. The star, a Star is Born. Oh, yeah. Well, I never saw the original. <laughs> I never saw the original either. I mean, that was a good movie, though. It was, yeah. All right, well, you Ocean's got one 11. That's like one out of uh, 100, though, man. But, yeah. There's nah, been a lot one. of bad remakes. You didn't though, like man. the last Pet Cemetery? And Pet Cemetery was kind of bad. I guess It was as good, huh? The new It? You know what's so funny? It, the remake wasn't as good as the miniseries. The original. There was a. I didn't. Even, I didn't see. The original either. was a miniseries. I can't oh. watch that shit. I can't take it seriously because I crack up whenever I see the clown and people get scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a problem laughing at shit that people get scared of too. You do? That, yeah. that clown didn't scare you, huh? That clown made you no. laugh. What movie did we watch and we were laughing the whole time? Joker. Yeah. I think people got mad at us because we were laughing. <laughs> oh yeah, you you posted something. I was like, damn, they're probably laughing their ass. Dude, off they with fucked that. up that one scene. They put Gary Glitter. Uh, oh my scene, god! <laughs> but it was it was like there in was the this 80s one scene. Though, right? Yeah, it was in the eighties. But it was this one scene that was like it was so dramatic. It was when he was becoming the Joker. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the music, some like if Scorsese did that movie, he would have picked the right song. Oh, I think Scorsese had a statement. What was the over song the they Joker. used? So then, that's life. Huh? What was the song? No, um, no, they use Gary, Gary Glitter, Glitter, bro. You don't know what I'm talking Dude, about. Huh? Da, da, da. The name of the song, yeah. it's like a hockey anthem. <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. You got that, Kirk, in your yeah, in your Serato? I, I used to we be part of our rock set. That shit. Yeah. yeah, man. Oh, I didn't know. Sorry, guys. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah. Huh. I, I do. I really have to fucking play this. Oh, <laughs> oh, this song. <laughs> the the jog jams, ESPN. Yeah, like yeah. why are you playing this? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. They really played this while he was turning into the Joker. Yeah, and you know what? The whole time when this was playing, I, I, in my head, you I want said, to walk out? "No, I realized." I said, "Oh." This is the director from The Hangover. So that was his, that's what this you is something that. the director from The Hangover would put in. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like when they're all like back teaming up together. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what went through my head. Yeah, like, I was yeah. thinking about that other song. No, no, uh, that was fine. Yeah. I was like, that one's kind of, it was kind of dramatic, but it made sense. I thought a lot of the movie was surface thin. Yeah. I don't think they went as deep as they they could have gone, pause. But... I honestly thought the way the story navigated was somewhat clever, but I thought Joaquin. I mean, with the like you said, the director of um, Hangover. Hangover. What would you expect from him? I mean, I thought for him, I thought for him, he probably that's probably as good as it gets. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like a solid B. It's exactly what I expected, though. It's like a solid B, B minus. Yeah. Damn, it's kind of high for you, huh? That's kind of a high rating for you. Is it? Yeah. I think it's kind of low. I thought Ven- any Avengers, like Avengers Endgame, I would give that like an A minus. Avengers yeah. Infinity War, I give that like an A plus. I don't know, but Venom, I would give a C. Did I didn't. Even, I wouldn't even watch Venom. That was bad. I wouldn't even. This like Aquaman. I would never watch that. I watch. Aquaman. Uh, I, I gave that a maybe a C plus. There's so many movies that I don't watch that somehow you guys watch, and I really wonder wh- what the fuck goes through your head. I think I went. With my niece, somebody to go see Aquaman. It wasn't my choice. Here's the best question: Which one of y'all saw Hustle? I didn't uh, see Hustle. So I haven't seen that. What's that? Hustle with Jennifer Lopez? No, I haven't seen it. My cousin want to go see. It. He told me that Jennifer. I heard Lopez it was, was really good though. Yeah, huh? but I wait till it come out. Like, really? On cable. I had some some homegirls of mine tell me it was bad. Like they they weren't feeling. Nah, it. everybody's saying like Jennifer really? Lopez might get a um Oscar nomination for what? her performance. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> we might have to go watch this, Kirk. I had like some girlfriends say they could have waited till it came out. Like, uh, yeah. How like many shorty? How many shorties hit you up to go see Hustle though? None. None. None? <laughs> how, many, how, many, how many? hit you? Are up? you serious? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that movie just came and went. Like, I nah, forgot, I forgot it's, about it. It made a lot of money at the yeah. box office. Yeah. Wow. No shorties hit y'all up to like go see Hustle. Nah. Nah, man. It's like fuck. I ain't watching that shit. It's funny, but I for for Joker, I was like, oh, I can wait till it comes out. I wasn't too like. Really? You didn't really want to see it. I was like, I can wait. If I didn't see it with you guys, I would have. I was like, I can wait. Did I you w- see Door the Explorer? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, th- I thought like it was a Latino thing. Like, yeah, it's support the yeah. No, I support my people, but no, yeah. not even Door. No. Wait. Since we're talking about Hollywood, I don't know what's going on with this Tyler Perry shit. I you mean, know? it was a big thing in Atlanta this weekend. Okay. Tyler Perry, he opened the his own studio. The first, the first black owned studio. Black owned. Mo- like movie studio, movie studio, and it's bigger motion this, picture studio, and it's yeah. the biggest studio, bigger than like Paramount. Oh wow, Warner Brothers, yeah, for real, yeah, damn. That's, that's I've been amazing. to like Universal and, and Paramount. And that shit is this is like, rather and large. He, he owns it one hundred percent. No investors or nothing. It's that's all great. his. 
Damn, that's, that's great. Really can great. we can we give it up for Tyler yeah. Perry? Okay. Yeah, man. That's a big deal, man. He had like every black celebrity in the world at the grand opening. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Like he had Oprah, yeah, like Will Beyonce Smith. Did he, did he have a an uh, an Asian movie department? I don't know, man. Maybe he <laughs> might be working on that. That's what a good about idea. Latino department? We don't have one. <laughs> you gotta get your own. <laughs> well, there's a lot of Mexicans in Atlanta, so we're Wait, who, who's the dude? To do that for the Latin community, we it's not. Wait, wait. One. You know, what? it's not even the Latin community. It's the Latin X community, right? I don't. That's what, what you guys are called now. Why are we Latin X? What the fuck? You never heard this term? I no, I never heard that. that. Please enlighten me. Latino and Latina is like uh, Latin Latino X. X. Yeah, Latin X. Not not Latino X. Because oh, porn. It's, yeah, it's the fact that you can't have an O or A. It's oh Latin. It's X. for like. Oh. It's for like. Transgender and everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is, yeah, I remember this, but this is <laughs> years ago. Are we gonna say this on a mic now? All my Latinx in the building, make some noise. <laughs> nah, yeah, no. How are you gonna do that? Nah, man. <laughs> Latinx. Anyway, who, who in the Latin community? We don't have that. Like George Lopez? No. Who's <laughs> like, no, you have um, Eva Longoria. Didn't she like? She's not Mexican. Oh. She's like she's like Texas Mexican. She's from like Corpus Christi, right? Yeah, she's she's Latin though, right? No, but who? How about Robert Rodriguez? Probably actually, yeah. But there's no studio. Mm-hmm. He has like a production you know company. Production you know what? companies. He may not be able to do it, but all those, all three of those directors. You know the homies, it's like the Robert Rod- Rodriguez, uh, Guillermo, yeah, Guillermo, Guillermo. Like, yeah. and then that one, one dude who did um, Blackbird. Oh, I know who you're talking about. It's yeah, Blackbird, right? Birdman, Birdman. Birdman sorry, he did Birdman, <laughs> Blackbird. <laughs> Blackbird. <laughs> Something Bird. Who did that song Blackbird? I was thinking of that song. <laughs> do it in the Black- park. <laughs> blackbird in the no, I'm thinking of something. Doing else. it in the park. That's blackbird. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm thinking okay. of black black, black velvet. Park. Black velvet. Oh, black oh. black velvet with that little boy smile. Remember that shit? So it was bird. It was Birdman, not Blackbird. Sorry, it was Birdman. No, but those three guys can do it. They could definitely do that. Yeah. If they get some money but, behind, but it's so crazy. Why they don't have an empire? Like, they why don't have it take them. so long for like a black? Entertain or someone black to like do something like this. You just explained it though, right? He couldn't do it in Hollywood. He mm-hmm. had to do it in Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta is a black city. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have to do it in the right city. It's got to be the right time. Mm-hmm. And it, it just this is like the perfect time. And they have the black mayor, right? Everything. It's the yeah. really a black exactly. city. Yeah. It's like a progressive. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's a progressive black city. The QC headquarters. You, can't do, there. you still can't do it in Hollywood, right? No. You can't do it in LA. It's like fuck that. It's like exactly. Probably couldn't do it in New York. And this, and, then, and then he got It'd like be too expensive. Yeah. And then, like I said, he have like a sound stage, like a couple of sound stages, and it's named after like um, black actors. Like you got a Denzel Washington sound stage, Spike Lee, Halle Berry. I saw Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, it's like dude, it was like a big deal this week. No, it was a Atlanta. big. I want to go there. see it. We we should plan a trip. To Atlanta to go see it. Like I would love, <laughs> I would love to go. Like you know, it'd be dope if they had a Universal Studios tour. Like, what's the name of his his studio? Tyler Perry Studios. It's yeah. Tyler Perry. If yeah. they had a Tyler Paris, Perry Perry sure Studio they do. tour, <laughs> not yet though. They might. I mean, might I can see it shit. happening though, man. I wonder, but what, you know, like they got the rides, right? Yeah. I wonder what kind of rides they would have at Tyler Perry. <laughs> like a like a Medea, like a Medea ride. chasing the tram. <laughs> <laughs> And her like her little gown. <laughs> when we went to um, Disney, they had like um, the ga- Galaxy of the Guardian ride. The Guardian, Guardian of the Galaxy. Guardian. Imagine having like the um, Medea, Medea's <laughs> the house. Galaxy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then you got like Medea comes out of nowhere. He's like, 
Madea I can't do a Madea impersonation, bro. <laughs> I've never seen a Madea movie in my life. I have seen like two. I've seen a couple, man. Yeah. They, they really, f- I ain't gonna lie. I was up funny. on that stuff yeah, really early because my grandparents used to go to the plays. Oh, yeah? Oh, shit. Yeah, my grandmother and my great-grandmother. So you know about it before mom. like the movie yeah, started like to come out. They used to do like play productions. Yeah. Like, That's right. Yeah, it was I all that. plays and it blew up. Isn't there a big scene with that whole like uh, like that theatrical? Theatrical play. It's called like the Chitlin Circuit. Yeah, like they do like a it's lot like of a soap plays. opera shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like a I mean, live soap opera. I mean, though, yeah. they just have like different, different um plays and shit like that that goes to like different cities. But, but there's a certain name for it. It's not the Chitlin Circuit. No, I mean they hit the, the Chitlin Circuit, but that's the comedian shit, right? The Chitlin, chitlin Circuit. I think any. I, I, yeah, I think it, down it, south. I think it, it's just the circuit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. definitely, exactly. The I know what you're saying. No, there's like a whole like it's like, like the, the tour. The tour itself is the chilling circuit, right? No, yeah. I know what you're talking about with, with the plays <laughs> where it's like theatrical and like they're singing. Jesus and all Christ! That shit. The Madea Circuit is what we're gonna call it. Chitlin. No, like, it, like in New York, they used to do all them plays at the. It's Beacon called Theater. like the the Soul Soul Circuit. No, <laughs> shut up! There's no circuit in there, man. It's like the Soul. Sopra? Solopra? I mean, I remember them plays you know what like I'm talking about, up, right? Like, your, your arm's too short to box it, God. Can you Google that shit? It's got to be like... God going to get you if you're down or if you're down and out. Yo, remember God, the, remember the commercials on TV? <laughs> yeah. And on the radio. On BET? No, yeah, they, would, they would be on regular TV, but it would be late night. It would be, be, like right, be like oh, on Channel 11, Channel it, 9. It would be on the when the Apollo was on, right? Yeah, At yeah. At that time? Yeah. I would watch the Apollo and they would have these... Uh, these commercials for those uh, those soap opera plays. Yeah. Uh, what do you call that? I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. I know it had the word soul in it somewhere. I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but, but I you have know an idea. What I mean. But BET yeah. used to like air those things. Like, did like, they? Uh, yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. They would air the plays. Yeah. I kind of wanted to see that shit because getting, it was so dramatic. <laughs> I keep getting chitlin. And they always get like um, R&B singers that like kind of... Yeah. <laughs> like, like for real. Like, like I saw like... I think Like featuring <laughs> Horace Brown. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Chris. I feel like Christopher. Christopher Williams was in there, right? He's still no, doing it, yeah. yeah. Christopher Williams. Music, I think Music Soul Child was in one. Yeah, no, really. Music like Soul actors, Child. Like actors, like Robbie singers that fell off. They they go. That's the next round. Like Robbie man. Givens was in one. Like she was like doing that circuit. The lead singer of Coffee Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever his name is, yeah. That's got to be the last the last straw for an R&B. It has singer. to be, man. Yeah. Because it'll be like an emotional scene, and then he just out of nowhere starts singing, talking about like, <laughs> he was down in his dumps, and now he's like prospering. Yeah. Ooh, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's fucked up. That's uh, great though. Congrats to but nah, congrats to Tyler Perry, man. That's, that's great. A, that's a big deal, man. Whenever we make our Atlanta trip, we should go. No, nah, but they, I'm Check not gonna go down there until they have the rides ready. The Madeira yeah. ride. The Madeira ride. <laughs> What other what that. other black films could they do like uh, the rides? After? I was gonna ask you guys what uh, what what shows are they gonna be shooting at those? Uh, I mean, Tyler Perry has his own um, channel, so all yeah. his TV shows are gonna be shot on that lot. Oh, okay. And he has a thing with he has a thing with BET where uh, he's like got like three or four shows running exactly. On yeah. BET, so they're probably all being filmed there as well. He's got a lot of shows on yeah. TV right now. That's crazy. That's great. Movies yeah. being shot, commercials. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's, and that's just his shit. Imagine like other act, like other directors that want to shoot there. They have a place to shoot. That's great. Yeah. That's amazing. It is. That'll be. That's gonna change a lot of shit. That's gonna change. The I wonder. I, because you know, like everyone always has a script, right? Imagine if, like, if I, if, if there's like someone with, a, like, a black writer or a black director, and they had a script. They, I, I don't even know the obstacles that they had to go through in Hollywood 
to get that picture done. Mm-hmm. Now they have a black studio where they can like really yeah. and have it, a better and chance that of get, centralizes get on a black made. audience. Yeah, and and Hollywood hasn't even tapped into the black audience that as much as they could until no. recently. Yeah, with the success of like Jordan, um, Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they're like, oh, let's invest in these black directors. Yeah, black shit, Panther. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah uh, Ryan Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so it's so recent, right? Isn't that crazy? Even the, the success, last two, the three success of Empire really helped too. Yeah. The show. Yeah. Power. Lee Daniels. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, isn't that crazy though? Yeah. Damn, I mean, man. You brought up Power. <laughs> Have you been watching Power? <laughs> yeah. It's, this is the last season. Yeah. I've this been last episode was good. Did you guys watch it? You liked the last episode? I watched it. It was better than the million dollar one. All right, Tariq. I'm going to teach you the game. You like that shit? That was kind of extra. <laughs> but I like I like the, the All right, Tariq. I'm going to teach you the game. I was like, "Come on, man." That was believable. You know what this you know what that whole show is about? What is it about? Yeah, <laughs> please explain it to me. No, yeah, yeah I want you to break it down. Yeah. I want to see your The show is about how drug dealers are bad parents. That's it. But he's a record exec though. He's not a drug dealer. Wait, no, no I'm talking about power. We're talking about power. Oh, power. I thought you were talking about Empire. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I've never watched Empire. Yeah, I didn't watch one. One episode at all. I can't take Terrence Howard. I but can't let, take Let Ter- me hear your Terrence Howard impression. Nah, yeah, nah, please nah. get it up. Come on, Crooked. I'm rusty. I'm rusty. Z- on, zoom into him, P. Go, come nah, on. I'm rusty, come man. On. Terrence Howard. Nah, nah. Come For on. two years. Give us. Give us nah, give it used to be good. No, no. If I watch it, I mean, go ahead. You, I have nothing to say. question. You think Tyler Perry got backlash from Hollywood? For building this studio, I hope not. I think so. I mean, internally, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, because they lost money, man. I mean, studios losing money because of this. I hope they do, man. I hope. I hope there's an influx. Oh my god, can you imagine the amount of content that studio can can push out? Mm -hmm. All the movies and TV shows. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh my god, I I I think Hollywood should wake up. Mm -hmm. I talked to my brother. You know, he like he writes scripts and he does shit in Hollywood. And he says the most irrelevant thing in Hollywood right now is the middle-aged white guy. Really? Because if you think about about it, it, I'm not trying to diss middle-aged white people. I mean, but it's facts. (laughs) But if you think about it, a lot of the producers, a lot of the directors, a lot of the writers for a lot of these shows and movies are middle-aged white guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So no one wants to hear their perspective anymore. Yeah. So there's all of these dudes that are out of work in Hollywood. Wow. All of these middle-aged white dudes. And like even when it comes to anywhere from like comics to novels to TV shows to movies, they want diversity. So yeah. if you even even if you have a character with like two white people and like two black guys, they're gonna say, Is there any way we can even put more diversity in there? Yeah. They just wanna they wanna diversify it up. Yeah. And they want to tell different stories now. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's all about telling different stories and shit like that. Yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, you see a lot. A lot of these motherfuckers are disgruntled and shit. And uh, and that's why they. I don't know much about this, so I don't want to. You know who knows about this is Rakuten because I had this conversation with him. You guys know what incels are? I don't. No incels. I N C E L. Uh huh. No. They're like. Guys who are like, do you know about this? I don't have to. You got to look up this definition because I'm gonna fucking chop this shit up. Okay. Do you got a definition? Yeah. Can you read it? Okay. Um, I'm just making sure. Incels of involuntary celibates. Yeah. Are members of an online subculture who define themselves as unable to find a romantic or sexual partner despite uh, desiring one. 
as state uh as they well, I'm sorry, as they describe <laughs> in in se- in seldom. What? <laughs> now so basically they're motherfuckers who can't get laid. So why you can't get yeah. I'm about to say they can't get can't laid. Get ass. They can't get ass. <laughs> they can't get pussy. So like the whole thing they were talking about was that these are the dudes that end up like shooting up schools and, uh, and shooting up mail, like post offices, uh-huh. shooting up movie theaters. And that was the biggest fear that they had about the Joker. Yeah. Because the Joker is what is needed, like the first He's incel. like the first incel. Yeah. Now that you describe that, yeah. They call them inseldoms? Yeah. Inseldoms? Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that term before. Never heard of that term? Is that brand new? Huh? <laughs> I never heard that term before. Yeah. it's Isn't it predominantly. Peter, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah it, did, it had right? to be new, man. I never but it's heard this that. huge subculture, like it's a cult, like a like they're 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 like completely angry at all women, right? They hate women because they can't get pussy. The bagel guy, the short bagel guy who was like a dwarf or a midget. Yeah, oh, that I guy. Mean, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> that happened like like that is ago. the perfect example of an incel. He's like completely aggravated. He doesn't get pussy. He hates women. He hates everybody. Like, and that's kind of like they were saying like what the Joker was, the movie. But you see, me, I'm just thinking a perfect a psychopath, rep- and not everybody like yeah. But perf- but perfect example would be middle aged white guys right now who are single. They would be complete incels. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Predominantly, I would say some of them. I might be wrong. They're not middle aged. They're probably like twenty year old white dudes so that I not feel like it could be anyone, man. Any age. Are there black and like Latino and Asian incels? No, I'm sure. They they're all like they're mostly so, white, man. right? I, I look, listen. Yeah, I don't think it's any. Uh, minorities. minorities, I think it's all whites. You do? I'm gonna let them keep that. <laughs> I don't, I'm gonna let them. They want to have that. They're gonna make a movie out of that one. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> basically, that's what's going on in Hollywood. But I, I do hope that uh, Tyler Perry's st- studio. I hope they break records. I hope they he opens more studios in that fucking city. Yeah. And I hope they start. Building some Asian and Latin movie I'm studios. Sure. I'm they're sure. probably gonna I mean, bring us, they're gonna bring us in. They need us, bro. They need the they need the, the Chinese cuisine. And need but I feel like tacos. Asia. I mean, don't you have studio? I mean, don't, isn't there studios in like in China, I mean, Asia? There's, there's studios in India. Yeah, there's, there's studios, studios everywhere. in Mexico, yeah, exactly. but, but in but, the states. But, but America, in America, there's no, there's no presence in America. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if if anything, that's why I always say that if black people are breaking new ground. Yeah. It's just opening doors for Latinos and it's opening Up doors for Asians. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like that's that's all it is. The more you guys move forward, the more we Here's move a, forward. You're leading the charge. Yeah. And it, especially predominantly in entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say that. I don't know about like, you know, Building, I'm world, building MacBooks or something like that. <laughs> of course not. They got that. You know, we got you. We got, we got you. You, you got us on that. We'll fix the cars. He throws the iPhones. <laughs> we'll be great. Get the phones, electronics. Yo, y'all can handle I'll do the gardening work. We got this. It's a movie. All right, let, let, let's get focused. Uh, what's going on? Are y'all, are y'all listening to any new music? Yeah. Yeah. The Summer Walker dropped, right? Yeah. That's like, I feel like out. that's the biggest thing right now. Are you feeling it? Pause. I feel it. Yeah, I do like it. Eight out of ten on my behalf. Really? It's a good yeah. album. It's really, it's really good. good. Production is great. Uh, it was done by London on the track? Yeah, London on the track did a lot of yeah. uh, production. Uh, he actually remade um, the Usher song. Usher, uh, Wanna Make Me... Make Me Wanna? You, you Make Me Wanna. Make Me Wanna, yeah. yeah and with an Usher feature, and it's a great flip to that, and that's a great album. I actually, I compared it to uh, to Take Care, but it's a female version of really? Take Care. Yeah, it's really good. I kid you not. Did you hear it, D? I liked it. 
But I didn't really like it enough to say that it was maybe I might make six out of ten. The, my favorite track is the one with Usher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the one. And then uh, Playing Games is another good one on there, featuring I believe uh, that's one um, Bryson Bryson Teller. Teller. Yeah. The only bad thing that I have to say about the album is that the features were too like at the end of the song, and there was only like twenty seconds left of the song, and it cut off the feature rather quickly. That was my only complaint about this. I listened London. to the album. Did London on the track produce the whole album? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I listened to the album. I like once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was like working while I was listening to it at the same time, so I wasn't yeah. like just absorbing the music, you know, mm-hmm. with the lights off and shit. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, when did this era of like semi singing come out? Do you know what I mean? Sam, please explain. In the past couple of years, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that whole Bryson Tiller flow, exactly. Yeah, where like yeah. like a, a song. I would say like within the past four five like years, twenty fifteen, where like an R and B song doesn't have a distinct melody anymore, where it's basically like someone rapping. Do you understand Janae, what I mean? Janae Eichel was doing that. Yeah, yeah, she's doing that. Twelve, call it freestyles. Yeah, twenty thirteen. I just felt like a too. lot of the the melodies, especially during the verse and even during the chorus, it was like there's no dis- nothing distinct in there, and maybe it's just all about the message and the lyrics and yeah. just shitting on dudes. Yeah, yeah. There's a song I feel like all the females love that fucking album, man. It's yeah, like, there's a song about killing a guy on that fucking album, featuring Janaeiko, which is crazy. But it's like when you hear it, they're just like, like I don't want you to come here anymore. I don't want you to talk me any tone, and I'm gonna say back anymore. Like that's not necessarily singing to me. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not a distinct. Like I just she's just like kind of talking. I mean, yeah. With a, it's just holding yeah. a note, kind of right. Yeah, and it's just like I, I, I don't know, man. Maybe I don't. I need to hear it I again. I just feel like that's the new sound, though. Yeah, I mean, that is the sound for the past. Would you put years. Kalani yeah. in there? Huh? Would you put Kalani? No, nah, she th- can actually sing. I just yeah. think that's why L M A. Uh huh. I, I think that's why she blew up. Cause she really she could sing. She wa- well, no, no, there was like distinct melodies to almost every song. So yeah. you put her in that category as well, I'm assuming. And what category? In that LMA, her, her the singer. Yeah. And what category? In that LMA category that you just made up. I put Summer Walker in that category. No, oh, you no. Put yeah, he's her, trying to say you put her, her the, the singer, her in the same category. Oh, as I, her I think is in a different category altogether. Yeah. Okay. I feel like her is like a mix of shit. Like a whole bunch of people, man. Like yeah. I can't, I don't even, I can't even fathom what I think, what what her album's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Because I've been seeing her live shows. And the thing is, even when I see her live and I may not like the song, I'm still like entertained by the level of talent and performance she's giving, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is like kind of unheard of in, in a minute. That's how I feel about SZA. Like, She's not a strong performer to me though. But her, every time her, I her like, voice carries no. enough to where I just I, I just really enjoy listening to her sing. But really? live, yeah. it's not as good. Like she so. performed the Saturday Night Live couple, uh-huh. was it two years ago, and it was really bad. I yeah, I I think she makes a, a great song. Yeah, like I, her album was really great. Yeah, and I think she's like she's really a studio. Mm-hmm. She's studio she's in rap. her best in the studio. But yeah. the only thing is like, she well she's been singing for a while, right? Who? Uh, SZA. SZA. SZA? Yeah. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, she was singing since 2000. I feel like maybe her nerves. I feel like her nerves gets in the way of a lot of her performance. Yeah. Anxiety. I think it is. She's a new artist. It's funny. Me and Peter were talking about this topic, and he his hot take was that this started back with "So Far Gone" with Drake. This this melody, not rapping, really singing type of shit you were just explaining. But it's almost okay if it's coming from a rapper, right? 
But he was like, I don't know. I mean, just like you were saying about Suge, how he has one flow. Yeah. Yeah. On a whole song. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. But then, you know, when I hear an album like Summer Walker, and like I said, I wasn't hearing every song back to back. But Some were, lyrics were in But yo, my I've head. been doing this for a minute where if I listen to music and if something sounds good, my ear catches it. And I'm like, whoa, that was good. Even if it's not for the club. Even if it's not for the club. Okay. I'll be like, yo, that's Respect. hot. You know what I'm saying? Respect. But there are albums that grow on me after a few listens. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't. There was a recent album that I listened to and I was like, damn, that's a fucking good album. And I, I wasn't crazy about it earlier before. But... Yeah. That's how I felt about Russ. Sorry. Yeah. The he the first couple of songs I was like, ah, but then when I listened to his album, it was it grew on me and I was like, damn, this is a really really good album. Especially it, just, the it really sucks about Russ because he's just not made like he comes up with dope songs. Really good songs. But I, the, the concepts. But I just don't feel the urge to go hear it. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? That's how people. If feel like about if it. someone was playing it, I'd be like, damn, that's that's a good song. But that's how people but you feel about gonna, You're not going out your way to like listen to it on iTunes. No, but no, that's not even that. It's like when I come home, I'm not like, damn, I had a hard day at work. I want to hear Russ. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Not like, <laughs> that. <laughs> like, that's not going through my head. You know what I mean? No, yeah. By the way, I didn't know he was from Atlanta. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Well, he's yeah. from New Jersey and then moved to Atlanta. Oh, okay. What yeah. do you think Summer Walker's missing? I, dude, I don't know her. I don't. I gotta listen to the album. Like, yeah. if you really want me to break it down, but I'm just yeah. saying from first listen. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, someone who's a big Summer Walker fan. Can be like listen to these songs, and I'm like, you know what, those songs are dope. Yeah. But just off of first listen, like when I heard LMA's album, I was like, that's a good album. Yeah. Like there's there's some good songs in there. I think Summer Walker lives out here. She Vegas. does. She lives. She's from Vegas. Yeah. I've actually run into her a few times. A blue Martini. Yeah. She what was the shit yeah. that she had beef with? With she was talking shit about Cali or LA motherfuckers. Did you see that? I no. didn't see that. No. It's okay. She can. You know about this P dot? Yeah. What did she what say? What was she saying? She's Oh, so she was saying that L.A. is, like, really dirty. There's homeless people everywhere. And why would people move there? Yeah, maybe she's trying to, like, have all the transplants leave. Yeah, yeah, think about that one. <laughs> she finally wants to move to L.A. She doesn't want nobody else to live there. No, but it's true, though. We do have a homeless problem. I mean, it's true. And I'm just, you know. But certain parts of L.A. are worse than others, right? 100%. What? For homeless? For homeless, is one section. Like, Hollywood is nasty. Yeah. There's some parts of Hollywood that are nasty. Skid Row yeah, is Skid the worst. Rose. Skid, Skid Row is bad. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think when motherfuckers come to LA, they're like, oh, let's go to Hollywood. And then they go to Hollywood. They're like, oh my God. Like, this no, shit is. No, not first. Um, you think about Hollywood, you think, oh man, soups, movie stars, movies. Yeah. But then when you go to Hollywood for the first time, it's like, yo, this shit's yo, nasty. Man. Y'all remember <laughs> when we were going to Lemonade? It was Lemonade in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Lemonade in Hollywood. There was that butt ass. Uh, homeless lady walking around. Remember? Yeah, I do. I don't remember. Yes, you, you pointed it out. That, that stuck in your head a lot. No, more. yeah, but I was like, that's probably what she saw as well. Like that should happen. But that's what I'm saying. People go to places. Hollywood and they think it's going to be like they think it's going to be like Beverly Hills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's more like Times Square in the it, 80s it, and 90s, it's right? Forty Deuce. Yeah. yeah it's, oh, for real? That's how it was. I mean, Times Square yeah. might be a, may have been worse because there was like it was a little yeah, bit worse. It was like hookers everywhere. You called it Freddie Deuce? <laughs> Forty Deuce. Forty Deuce. Freddie Deuce. Freddie Deuce. Freddie Deuce. <laughs> I thought I heard Freddie. Deuce. Hey, Freddie Deuce. Freddie Deuce. He's called like, a Freddie Deuce. Freddie Deuce probably running the block. I don't know. <laughs> nah, Forty. Frankie Gold Chains. Hey. <laughs> Remember Frankie Gold Chains? Hey, where? I told you once, I told you twice. I told you no sneakers in the club. No thickers. 
Mostly, anyway. <laughs> and Jesus, that was great. I don't know what happened. That <laughs> was great. But not over what? Back to Summer Walker. Yeah, but I can see what she's saying about LA. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Skid Row is fucking. That shit's yeah, like man. The Walking Dead, bro. <laughs> as bad as it is, though, it seems like if I was walking through there, I don't think anyone would fuck me. Uh, In Hollywood? And Skid, Skid Row? Row. Skid During Row. the daytime or the nighttime? I might get some looks. No, I might get some people like. Someone's running up on you. And, and Skid Row, shit. really? Yes. They have nothing to lose, Crooked. Really? What are you going to do? They're going to arrest them? What are they going to give them? A, a fucking a home for a night? They, they're ready to risk it all for that. They're going to run up on you. They, like, seem, they seem like good people. They just seem like good people. Jesus Christ. That's probably are, but. <laughs> that went there. <laughs> I, but I can, see what, I can see what she's saying. But LA was mad at Summer Walker. Nah, yeah, a lot of motherfuckers that. was mad. It's not that serious. She was a go. sweetheart when I met her, though. She was, she was really cool. It was her and her manager. They seemed like good people. Now she's from Vegas. Now I got to take another listen. No, I don't she's think it's fair. Yeah. I got to take another listen. It's now. 8 out of 10 in my book. I mean, Take Care to me is a 9.5. So I, I give it an 8. Yeah, it's Maybe I was being harsh but with I, six. I'll say like I feel seven. like wait, wait, production you, made the album though. Now, now, you, now we just afraid that she's gonna run up on us. <laughs> Blue Martinis <laughs> while smoking the hookah. You know what? I, I mean, it was a first listen, but I give it like a nine and a half. You know? <laughs> wait, what did you, you listen to it on your computer, Cricket? I was yeah, I was listening to the computer. You listen to it on your computer? Yeah. yeah, you gotta listen to it. I listened to it in the car. I'm sure like alone, was, like it was in I a was park dri- car. No, I was driving from LA, <laughs> like with the lights I, off. I drive. I was driving from LA and I put it on. and It was great. And it just it, I listen to it through my sound bar. Right. What yeah. is what is the best song? Uh, playing games, playing that, games with Bryson Tiller and the Usher yeah. one. Okay, I heard I th- the Usher one. I think playing games could be a potential single club. Maybe I I have I have the Bryson Tiller one in my computer. Yeah, that's that one's great. Uh, by the way, uh, let's tr- see if I'm wrong or if I'm right about. Is this? Web, body, web. Got it, job on it. Did I ever ask you to take me to go shopping in Perry or go sailing overseas and just drape me in Gucci? No, all I ever asked was you to pick up the phone when you alone. All I ever asked was you to show me some love, kisses, and hugs. No, I never had an issue. Go to the club. All the ladies were insta starring this one. I just wanted you to show me up. So won't you say my name, say my name If you claim you want me You have come through by uh, with Usher? No, I don't That one's good too uh, I mean, I heard that Usher sounds amazing on that record Yeah, it doesn't even sound His like His voice Usher. sounded really good Like when you heard Usher come in, pause I was like, man, I need some music from Usher right now yeah. That was pause His man. voice sounded good uh, Drake said that Fun Girl inspired him to write two songs So so we might be. All right, let me take show. another listen. I mean, I'm listening to this right now, and she's probably saying some foul ass shit. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't relate to right now. <laughs> I'll take another listen to that. Great. Uh, any other new music that uh, y'all motherfuckers? Travis Scott, highest in the room. Highest in the room. Oof. It's good. Eight out of ten. Too. It's good. Eight out of ten. That's Is good. it a banger, you think, for it's the club? It's a banger. Well, not for the club. I don't know about the club, man. It does yeah. sound good, But man. it sounds amazing in my car. I feel like Listen it's going to get forced into the club. Dude, it sounds incredible in my car. Oof. It's going to sound good in the club. It just, it's so dope. It, it sounds flat on your phone. but yeah, on, on your computer, too. Yeah, I heard it on the speakers. It was good. Yeah, when this shit hits. She filled my mind up with ideas. I'm not in the room. Hope 
hope I make it out of here. She saw my eyes, she know I'm gone. It's a good song, man. It's good. It's uh, you think you'll be able to play it? Maybe talk it up and play it in the club? I don't think so, but it's a good song. I don't think it's going to be club worthy. You don't think it's going to hit in the club? Nah. 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 Probably like the chorus a little bit. It's like Butterfly or uh, Antidote. It's one of those songs. It's good. I really enjoy it. He got his sound back. Antidote was a banger in the club for a while. Yeah. But it was only like the chorus. Don't you know? Nah, that first. I think I think where where Travis really uh, exceeds, excels, excels. <laughs> where he, Travis, I was trying to read your mind. Like, where no. Travis really excels is when is the build up, right? Yeah. So I think the only thing about this song is it drops on the one and he's singing over it. But I think had he had vocals without the beat. Mm-hmm. And then have the beat drop, it would have amped it up a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a dope thing, and I, I really, I think it's really up to the the room that you're in. Oh, definitely. Because in certain rooms, this will be this could be the biggest song in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying. But maybe in a Vegas room right now, it might not be right now. But in like three weeks or a month, I don't know. It could be a totally different thing. It depends that. on the kids. The kids yeah, it really depends on like how this takes off. The video, have you seen the video? It looked like the most expensive yeah. thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. 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 Did you guys watch French Montana's last video? It looks like the cheapest thing I ever saw in my life. I haven't watched it. It was like a, they were on top of buildings and shit. Of New York? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. With the Unwiggle? No. The, yes, oh, the um, one with Cardi B. Yeah. It's a, I like Post Malone. It. I did see that and it was pretty, I'm not feeling that song. I like it, but it's not the one. Like it's not gonna take. But he said he got two superstars on that record, and bro. And he had the City Girls in the prior one too, and it's still not hitting from. Did you man. hear that Little Kim and City Girls? I haven't heard it. I heard it. Yeah. With Ty Dolla I've it? heard it. Is it good? What you, you think? <laughs> I haven't heard it. How is it? Can you guys? It's, can you guys hook it up? Oh, I'll give I you. Mean, the, I'll give you the ox. Hold on. Wait, you have. You it doesn't sound it. bad though, man. I mean, it sound like any other City Girls record. Th- this is the thing that. I want to talk about, because we're talking about the French Montana thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like these artists have a formula that they think is working, yeah. that worked in the it? past, and they're trying to repeat the formula, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's that time. It's not the era of that. Does that make sense? It does. Because this Little Kim, like this Little Kim record is literally like, okay, people are sampling 2000s records. Well, you said City I'm, Girls and Little Kim? I think it's Little, yeah, it's Little Kim and City Girls. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> is this working in the pool, never? Hold on, hold on. Let it marinate. Oh. I'm a kitty with a big booty. Big bag. I like big dicks. Big no, This part right here. Oh my god! Oh my god! I had to go back. I had to go back to that like three times. Like, what did she just say? Peter, zoom into my face and my reaction for that one. Jesus Christ! Yo, that was that was foul. Damn! Use my face like a cum rag, yo. 
Use my face as a comrade. That Use is my not, face. That's not a hit. But you you understand what I'm saying? That's a formula. That's a formulated. That's the new formula right now. No, no. Well, they 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 think that's the formula, but it's not. You know. What I, I mean? mean, it had a decent run, but right now I won't think. You no, can no. Do so it had one good run. So the formula. Like that, so, that, like, well. so the French Montana <laughs> formula. Is he's kind of doing the same thing? Let's use it like a known house sample. Let's slow it down. Let's put City Girls on it. Mm-hmm. On paper, it looks like it should be a hit. Yeah, that's why this is another thing. Let's do, you know, um, Unforgettable Part Two. But I'm gonna have Post Malone on this, and I'm gonna put Cardi B on this, mm-hmm. and that should be a hit on paper. On paper. It didn't quite go over. No, but I'm saying like that's what I'm saying is that all of these, these like kind of like. These things that French Montana is doing right now, it's not the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. He's fighting for these. Like, for him to get Post Malone and Cardi B on a record, it's a big a, deal, man. I feel like that takes a lot of money. And he probably didn't put no money up for that. And not only that, but he got them to do the video as well. Yeah. And Cardi's ass is all over that video, too. But yeah. the, the success of Saweetie is probably forcing the hand, too, because she had two early 2000s records that hit. She had a shit ton in her album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. like they're probably looking saying, like, yeah. oh shit, like my type, icy girl, those are hits. Why isn't this working? Twerking. Yeah. What are you talking about? The little Kim? Yeah. Oh, I mean the little Kim is not gonna work either. Oh, no, no, he's saying that formula. Yeah, I mean yeah. City Girl twerk. Yeah. They took the chopper shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for, for right now, I think French gotta go back to the streets. And that's what motherfuckers don't understand. Can he? Yeah. Yeah. He just has to go back to the streets. Like you can't put out pop records one after another. Like you, he, that motherfucker has to go back to uh, his cheese. Coke Boys, Coke Boys days. I love it. He, he has to go color. back to the Bronx and chop cheese. Days. He need to go back to Ocho Cinco. That's what he need. He oh, need those man. records. You know what I'm saying? He needs those records. Stay scheming. He waiting no match. I ain't worried about Wait for Max Wave to come out. Max, yeah, Max. Yo, that, that we that should. He's be coming out of jail soon. Oh yeah, yeah. like in, in the next. Wiggly doesn't sound as bad as I thought. Like in the last couple of weeks, it's been hidden a little bit. I've been hearing on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good filler. It's record, good. It yeah. is. Yeah, I, I was over it, but like last couple of weeks, I've actually gotten requests. Oh wait, for is it? Is it? Oh, is it coming back? Yeah, now? I feel is like it it's starting back? to like find its legs a little bit. It's nothing it's crazy. But I just think because there's nothing else Sorry. out there, yo. There's no mm-hmm. other dance mm-hmm. records yeah. out there. Like, what the fuck are we playing? Yeah, yeah. But I just think cash like when that little city girls. Hook. All right, like, I didn't know the lyrics like you do, man. No. So, <laughs> sorry. sorry, I don't know the lyrics like that, bro. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Uh, any other new music? Nothing. Um, Fat Joe got a new single out. Yeah, with Cardi B, and really? and what's the Latin dude? Annual. Yeah, I know. Well, Annual. Yeah, is it good? And it's I don't know. I saw the video for it too. It's all right. Yeah, but yo, I'm trying. I'm still trying to figure out. How is Fat Joe still putting out records with, like, how is he still relevant after all these years? Hey, bro, listen. I know you're a big Fat I'm a Joe big fan, Fat Joe fan. But explain it to fan. me, man. For, he's, he went when, away after the 2000, sorry. He went away after, like, 2009, and he barely came back with All The Way Up. But he's been around since 90, 90 early 90s. I mean, so is Jay-Z. But still, but Jay Z had hits, hit albums. Fat Joe, he has like a hit song every two or four years. I would even space it out longer like than that. Like five years. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Every four or five years. But he was hot you, in the mid 2000s. He was hot. What's love? New to, York. No, maybe, lean back. Come on. But he was. He was what hot was his with, last hit? All, all the way, way up. up. All the way what up. What year was that? 2015. What was before 16, that? 15. Make it rain. Yeah. Yeah. What year was 07, Make it rain? Oh seven, oh six. 
Dude, that's not every two, three years. <laughs> but I'm saying like every four or five years. <laughs> not, like I was shocked when all the way up came out. I was like, what? This and is then before good. Make It Rain, what was it? Lean Back? Lean Back and uh, What's Love. He has some yeah. hits that didn't really, like, really hit. Like, but he why the, is it uh, like he's still relevant, though? He was never the... And then how are you going to compare him to Jay-Z? No, you said relevance. <laughs> like, same relevant. Jay-Z's a rapper. That's that, that's that Latinx shit. You got to look out for look the out for yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah. I like my Puerto Rican brother over there. Sangre. You know? <laughs> yeah. Blood in, blood out. <laughs> no, I'm just a big fan I of I feel like Fat, Fat Joe. Joe sacrificed someone. No, he did not. For him to be relevant. There was probably time. no other Latin rappers that were coming out, so he just kind of stayed in the mix. With Is like, it that bad that there was no other Latin rappers? We don't have no... Out? I mean, what are Latin rappers that we have? Fat Joe. Noriega. Noriega. Wait, what do you mean? Is it that and he's bad that black. we don't... For, for Fat Joe to still be putting our records. So you're saying we don't need a Latin rapper. No, I'm just saying. It's we like, don't need a Fat Joe record. We don't need a Fat Joe record. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but Fat, and Fat Joe's from the Bronx. Yeah, I know. That's what it throws me you know, back. But still, man. I'm, just, I'm still surprised he's still coming out Were with Were you like a records. fan of Fat Joe back in the day? It's so funny. I remember seeing Fat Joe like hanging out in the Bronx before he ever came out with records. He used to be like on video music bots, hanging out with rappers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like he was known as a drug dealer back in the BX. Yeah. And then when he came in with How to Flow, it was just like, oh shit, all right, this dude is rapping. He's not that bad. But then you would think, oh, after this record, he's a rap. But dude, he just he kept going. <laughs> and then he came out with Big Pun. Yeah. And that like kind of put him on the map again. And then Pun died. Then he came back again with like um, Irv Gotti produces yeah. that album, yeah, with yeah, What's Jaro. Love and all that shit. And then he kind of fell off. Then he came back again. It's just like, yo, do you think that Fat Joe legit, legitimately likes to make music though? Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah, I think that's why he just keeps making shit. I don't shit think out. he needs the money for making. You think music? He's like the Charlie Wilson. Like no, the, <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Charlie Wilson. No. <laughs> I just is there another Charlie Wilson that he's talking about? <laughs> There's only one. Oh, he's like older, but he just continues to make music. Like nah. for some reason, Charlie wasn't just pops up on Snoop you, albums. But I, I don't know what's going on in New York. Is there like, is it like an open market in New York where motherfuckers like, you know what I mean? But people, yeah, people that's what I'm always because it's not crazy what you're saying right now. I just think for some reason, okay, I feel like New York is like an open market because why else would there be a Mob Deep? We're well, not a Mob Deep. There's a Black Moon album about to drop, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, Gangstar just dropped a new song, which mm-hmm. is amazing. It was great it to was hear. Good, yeah. Google's voice mm-hmm. uh, and J. Cole sounded good on it as well. Yeah. But like Black Moon, for Black Moon to say, I think now's the time <laughs> for a Black Moon album. I'm gonna get what's going on? No, I yo, don't know what's going on. Can That's I talk? Can I talk? Can y'all motherfuckers <laughs> in New York turn my mic off? A lot of my homies, can one of y'all motherfuckers in New York explain to me what's going on out there where all of these motherfuckers feel the need <laughs> to come out and like, you know, like put their money on the table? And, and, yeah, and throw man. down like something must be going on where there's no New York artists really coming out like that but there are these younger dudes right mm-hmm. yeah. that maybe these OGs don't know about I don't know are there I I'm mean, wondering yeah there's that kid um, oh, Little Tecca exactly yeah he's dope yeah I like that's that. Pop he's Smoke he's from the Bronx that's Pop Smoke yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which everyone I don't know how the fuck is that is that <laughs> is that bubbling in LA yet I haven't heard it that's like strictly some East Coast shit yeah I, yeah I play. I tried playing at arena. I, I don't think it's it. some East Coast shit. I literally think it's some London. Like I think it's some UK London like a bite shit. Off? That well, it is. It sounds like. But New UK York embraces grind. it because the dude's from New York, so they embrace that sound because it's a New York guy doing it. 
I don't know. I got to talk to these. I, I got to yeah. talk to New York. So have a conference right and let us know. I have a quick question for Neva. <laughs> yeah. Neva, do you feel the same way about Fadjo that you do for Fabulous? I was about to bring that up too. That's yeah. another guy. That's so I'm surprised. He's it's got to be an open market. Relevant. It's got to be an open market because Fabulous mm-hmm. is on the strip. No, even like no, even Fabulous when he first came out, I'm thinking, all right, he gonna have this one album. Mm-hmm. But he keeps coming. He kept coming back he, with singles he got a new and song. mixtapes. Yeah, exactly. With Davido. Yeah, and I'm just like, yo, Fabulous. Like, I'm not like I'm a big Fabulous mixtape guy. I mm-hmm. can't. His mixtapes were. It's fucking yeah. phenomenal. But would you have guessed he would be around this long? Well, I grew up on him. Yeah. But when I, you first I was heard, hoping, he was like, yeah. "Yo, he gonna be around forever." I didn't think so, man. I thought so. I mean, but then again, I was twelve, never, so it's, it's different, <laughs> you know. But I honestly, I, I mean, I like Fabulous. So is this? It, I mean, Fabulous, Fat Joe, Jada Kiss, Jaro, all those guys. To me, I think Jaro was a rap. I knew Jaro was a rap after Fifty, but I thought Fifty was gonna be on forever. Mm-hmm. And two albums. Yeah, everybody in, thought his Fifty was gonna be around forever. Two right? albums in, he. Fell off after the third album. Curtis, Curtis was the last one, but it's the same thing. But Fat Joe kept coming with hits, and he's always he always kept. But it's one like in you think Fat Joe is done out of nowhere. Like five years from now, I would see Fat Joe coming out with a, a new single. Everybody can be like, "Oh shit!" But but I have a question. No, only people like me will be like, "Oh shit!" I don't think the new. Yeah, generation. but it's like that new video, that new song that just came out. It premiered on um forty. They had a video that came out on Forty Second Street. Mm-hmm. The world premiered. From Fat Joe, Fat Joe Street, Times Square, Times Square. Yeah. Can, someone, the, can someone get this record? I want to hear this Fat Joe record that never shitting on with Cardi. Yeah. <laughs> so badly, yo. I'm not gonna lie. Some Fat Joe songs but that I, came out recently were fucking off. But I want to talk to New York motherfuckers just because we're in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. So there, we're probably close. We're obviously closer to LA, and we're closer to the West Coast. So all of these new West Coast records that pop out, yeah. they hit us first. Mm-hmm. And they, and we and because LA rides for all of these songs and all of this music, it leaks over to us, and then we're like, "Yo, that shit's popping in Cali. We gotta play that you shit. Gotta deal, you gotta play." Yeah, so my exactly. question is: Are these songs popping on, in New York? Like, is I mean, I'm is, not shitting on Fat Joe. I'm just curious to why. But is that you, shit getting played on the radio? Because what what other New York artists are they gonna play out there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that dude that that made that song? We pop up at your party. Is he's from New York too? Right. Uh, Polo. Polo G? Yeah. I'm not sure where he's from. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm wondering, is it because we're so close to the West Coast that I don't know if Go Local goes, I don't think that hits New York. I don't think Go Local goes local anywhere. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) but we're playing that. I think think Uno's popping up, popping off in New York. New York is. Polo G's from Chicago, by the way. Chicago. Okay. Well, shout out to Chicago. But, you know, (laughs) but I'm saying, like, you know, like. But Jamie, for, you got that um yeah, I got Joe I, shit? Yeah, yeah. He Hold on. To this Let me plug this shit. Here we go. This is It's Fat Joe featuring Cardi B and Anwar. Yes. I heard this, yeah. It's not horrible. Ass up, face down. This is pretty new. Yes. Lean back. Ass up, face down. As I lean back, Flo. Family ties. Yes. Ass up, face down. Is that the chorus? Yeah. Ass up face now? Yes. Uh, <laughs> there you go. You see? That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, the, the beat is hard. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds like a lean back type of flop. Who yeah, produced yeah, that one? Um, cool, cool and Dre. Oh, cool okay. and Dre. Yeah. I, mean, I think they've been doing like his they've last been doing couple like his hits. Last, yeah. Yeah. It just sounds dated. The choruses is a little off. Mm-hmm. If anything, I I don't think I. But need they're it. pushing that record to be a hit. 
if I, if anything, I don't need to hear a Fat Joe verse. But it's him on the but it's his enough. record though. <laughs> you not gonna hear Fat know. Joe on his own record? <laughs> I don't know. Like it would have been interesting to hear like like so, Annuel first or like the chorus or something. If and the, he like finish it off. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Cardi's verse isn't horrible. That, I bet you that shit is popping in New York though. Do you think it. so? I think that's popping in New York. I think it's got to be. Popping. I mean, I give it up to Fat Joe, man. For him to be still around, still be around all these years, that's <laughs> fucking amazing. New York, can motherfuckers in New York tell me if if these records is like what the fabulous <laughs> Choosy with Davido is that popping? I know that French Montana and uh, Cardi no. and Post Malone is not popping. No. <laughs> <laughs> This is a choosy. First. Would you call that record that Fat Joe just? Would you call that a hood record or a pop a pop song? For some reason, like for that. some reason, you think? it sounds more pop to me than hood. No, it sounds hood to me. I feel like it's hood. Really? Yeah. It yeah. sounds pop, pop to me. He tries to do it with the chorus that it sounds poppy, but it's not. Yeah. It's you guys, you guys understand what I mean, but by me saying it sounds pop. Yeah. Yeah. Because it sounds formulated. It sounds like they trying to make a hit the record crossover instead of to the trying to make a street record. That's yeah. not a street record. If it was a street record, they wouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's talking they about strippers. Have done that. <laughs> now, if you, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, if it was anything, if it was a street record, it wouldn't have been face down, ass up, or whatever the fuck that was. Uh, that sure. would have been the most AO street record of all time. It is. You want me to play uh, Choosy? No. No. Okay. Save Choosy for another. That's time. not that bad either. That song. I, yeah. These, oh, we'll like see it. what's up, man. New York, I mean, let me know what's going on with these records. <laughs> let us know. Well, you know what? Why don't we go into these questions? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's deep dive into these questions. So we asked you guys. So our two-year anniversary, yeah? Yeah. So we we put up some videos on Instant Stories and uh, asked, told you guys to send in some questions. And here are some questions that you guys send in. You went by, through these. By the way, yeah. I went through these. In my head, they sound okay. Because there was a shit ton of dumb questions, but there were some really good ones. And some of them are here. However, but there was like, shit, it took me some time to go through these. But uh, first question, uh, it is, um, why do you guys, <laughs> why do you all put up with Kirkus talking, talking all that shit still? What shit still? <laughs> you just talk a lot of shit. That's one question. <laughs> yeah, why do, why do you guys put up with it? That's what you do well. I think, I, think what they're trying, I think what they're trying to say is, why don't you guys ever disagree with me? No. I've disagreed with you a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, I disagree with you a lot. Shit, people hate me for that. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I I think it's part of your character. I think it's part of your opinion, and there's nothing I can really tell you that you're wrong. Plus, you you're that's you're, just you, man. Yeah, there's we not. We can play devil's advocate, but yeah, know. I mean, there's some shit that you're that you're correct about. But I mean, to be honest, if I'm on this podcast and I have an opinion, right? Opinions change over time. So whatever I talk shit about. Want like today might change in like three months. You know what I mean? Yeah. But with that being said, I usually work out a lot of things in my head. I overanalyze a lot of shit. You guys know this Overthinker, already. Overthinker, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. So if I overanalyze, like I don't even want, like I could go into detail about the Joker movie, but that would be like 20 minutes, honestly. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. for me to deep dive into like anything, I usually work shit out in my head. So if I work shit out in my head, I look at all perspectives usually. Mm-hmm. Because that's how I approach business, you know what I mean? Like, and then like if you guys know in sports, you know what I'm saying? Like, the only like in order for you guys to win, you really have to know your opponent, right? Yeah. yeah. So I feel that's the same way about this podcast. For me to talk about something and have a strong opinion about something, I really got to know all sides of it. I got to see the positive and the negative. Mm-hmm. 
So if I am talking shit about something, it's because I worked everything out of my head. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not saying I worked everything out of my head. There might be something that someone tells me like, well, you know, there's this and this that you missed. And I might be like, you know, what? you might be right about that. But until that, you know, that day comes when someone tells me like that shit, like you're wrong. <laughs> not saying I'm right all the time, but 98% of the time I'm right. 98 percent 98 percent of the time 2 percent right. 98 percent yeah. of the time i'm right because i work <laughs> it out but the two percent that i am wrong if you guys have a strong argument and you make sense i'll, I'll fucking do i'll yeah. go for it but you guys can't counter me more i do agree that you guys somehow sometimes just let me go the fuck off and you don't say like crooky you sound stupid right now i do yeah. tell you that yeah, but no one respects what you said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on to the next question. When you guys are going to fire Jamie? That's <laughs> We use that as that. There's no firing around here. It's blood in, blood You got to do something really fucked up. I've thought about it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> We're too deep in now. Pause. I can't fire you now. It's family now. But I there's mean, times when I, I have, I've gone on you. Pause. Yeah, pause. I've, some days. I've gone on his ass. Hey, yo. Face down. Ass up. Yes. <laughs> Drop that song right now. Jamie. Face down. Ass up. Yes. Here's another question. We've heard. Kirk- oh my God. Jesus Christ. Okay, shut up. Okay, uh, we've we've heard. No, Kirk- you know they was in the studio. They thought that was the shit too. <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> You know, Bro, this is going to go all the like, way up. This shit could be the Nets all the way up, man. And you know, because you know the studio speakers sound so nasty. Yeah, it sounds so good. Face down, They're like, oh my god, we got a hit. This is the new lean back. They was, they was drunk. They're like, imagine if we got Cardi on this. <laughs> Cardi will kill this. It's BX all day. You know what it is. Um, Shout to Fadjo <laughs> and the Terror Squad. Uh, we've heard crickets and nevers uh, come up. Like we like we would like to hear D Miles and Jamie's and P Dot's journey as well. I honestly I don't really care about saying my shit. I'm still young. You still coming up though, man. Yeah, yeah. so when saying, did you hear my come up? I mean we've yeah. heard a lot of your shit on Boogie Blinds episode, which was great. Uh that wasn't even the you haven't even heard the half of my come up. No, no, not even a quarter. I mean <laughs> no, we have, I think we're gonna do one. You got a birthday coming up. Yeah, no, I don't wanna do that. We're gonna do it, man. I don't wanna do that. No, we're gonna do that. Man. <laughs> we'll do it on the last episode of the Road Podcast. We'll, we'll all have it. Should be, we should be coming up very we all, soon. We all yeah. have to have one. For, uh, we're gonna cancel this shit. Uh, I'm gonna quit soon. <laughs> we'll, or get fired. We'll, when's your When's your next birthdays? February. February and yeah, then June. Yours, June. See, yours Pete is out, the, when's your birthday? January. January. And yours is at the end of the month, so we're gonna nah. do you. Pause. Pause. I think. Uh, <laughs> We yeah. just had Nevers. Hey, 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 Nevers was pretty good. I <laughs> didn't know how to do you. do you. We gonna do, do you. Uh, I think we could do D Miles and a Jamie. I th- I just think Jamie the Great hasn't. You haven't done anything. You haven't had much. I haven't had. No, it's not. You're not gonna learn shit from me. Your story's still coming. Yeah, I have a lot no, of stories to learn. There's a lot of stories and there's a lot of shit I've been through, but it's not for you to be like never story, which is there's a lot of information and a lot of come. But never, you didn't even say a, a bunch of shit. No, yeah, but yeah, there's some, but there's some that you can you can grasp you can grab from and uh, pause. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, but no, wah, wah, we could. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Next question: um, Whose idea was it to start the podcast, and how did you guys all link up? This is a good one. This is a yeah. good one. This is my idea. Okay. 
There's, yeah, you, that was your idea to come up Jamie's with Jamie's version, it was his idea. No, no, my my idea was Jamie to Jamie tells everyone it's his idea. Uh, yeah, I was, I'm the master plan. He's the man. Uh, no, it was your idea. It was a few years ago you decided to do it. You spoke to Quickie about it. You spoke to a few people about it. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. On our 100th episode, the live stream, um, this, before Cali, all of California hated me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before all the Cali DJs All the Cali hated DJs. Me. By the way, now I don't want to even go into no, that. No, just, just go. Anyway, <laughs> I was talking with Quickie, and in 2012, I interviewed him at yeah. the DJ City offices. Uh-huh. And it was like, when, still, when they were still carrying some vinyl in there, mm-hmm. if I, before this renovation that we see right now. Yeah. Uh, but I remember we, he was my first podcast uh, interview. Mm. And um, yeah, we were talking about He said, like, man, can you imagine if you stuck with the podcast? Since 2012, he's like, you would have had the largest DJ podcast ever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I just didn't think to like to do it. And then when we bumped into each other on Foundation Room, right? Yeah, yeah I was DJing in UK. D-Miles was DJing. Yeah. yeah. You You're, just moved to Vegas. Yeah, like, what are you doing like here? A and couple said, weeks, you would just move No, in. it was the week off. Oh. It was the week off. Uh, the reason why I was with you was because you were kind of like, I'm not calling you a pussy, but it was the week of the shooting. And you were supposed oh, to be yeah. DJing at Mandalay Bay. And he's like, can you come with me? Because I don't, f- I feel unease. I was like, yeah, sure. The Vegas strong shooting. Yeah. yeah. So this was like almost two years ago. No, this yeah. is exactly two years ago. And then I was up there. And then you came out of nowhere. And I was, you're like, what are you doing here? And I was like, um, we knew each other by passing. We didn't even know each other like that. I was like, oh, I just moved out here for the DJ and shit. And I'm going to start a podcast with Darren. But our podcast wasn't about DJing. It was about sports and guy talk. And you're like, I want to do a podcast. And I said, well, I'll help you with yours. And then you're like, we, and then we sat down the next day. I think we were just talking about it. But I started thinking about the age differences because Neva's a generation ahead. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a generation ahead of D-Miles. D-Miles is a generation ahead of Jamie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I thought it was a good, it was a good, like, it was just a good age Oh man, a bracket, yeah, yeah. It was a good yeah. age bracket, difference for and stuff everyone like that. Different to talk points about, of views. Yeah. yeah. And also, I, with you being so green, you said you wanted to start DJing. Yeah, I thought it was good to have someone that's around your age who was coming into the scene mm-hmm. and get their opinion on everything. Yeah. So then we linked up the next day, and we 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 got to work, and then we went through forty names. <laughs> I don't even remember how we went through it, but no, we. Uh, you told me come to new. And I went, uh, I think it was a, a Monday or a Sunday, and I linked up with you, and we sat down. Yeah, because I had all the equipment, bro. Yeah, yeah I he had, had everything. He, all this equipment was already bought by you. Yeah, I had it already, and I was just like, <laughs> I already knew I wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. But, yeah. It was great. I thought I was had, only in for one episode. Yeah, and then we sat. We, yeah, you didn't even know you... <laughs> You no. didn't even know you were going to do, you were part of the whole podcast. No, not at all. I thought it was just one episode. Yeah. And it, I was like, hey, I sit down. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to. And it's funny. People don't know <laughs> that that first episode is the first time me and Neva ever met, like friends wise. Y'all didn't yeah. get it. You didn't like Jamie. No, when he, he wasn't snuffing. I hated him. <laughs> yeah. He hated me. But then we became good friends. He's, he's, he's one of my OGs. But. Yeah, that's the thing. Are y'all good friends? I don't even think y'all. We drive home from work all the time. Yeah, but that's because you got a car. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen you. What? You ass it. You ass uh, it. That's uh, not not true. No, yeah, and then uh, that we Darren was brought in. I think that is true. I think it's (laughs) because you had a car. Yeah, I mean, whatever. You could have been anybody with a car. (laughs) (laughs) Drive me home. 
Uh, no, then yeah, we linked up and it fucking it just became what it is now. And we all bonded. Yeah. Boy, I mean, we was all homies before. Yeah. Well, I wasn't part of the group. Yeah. It yeah, was, I, I got brought in. Yeah, I didn't know Jamie. You guys jumped me in. Like blood in, hey, blood out. All right. <laughs> next question. Oh, one sec. So yeah, that's how we all linked up. Uh, here goes another one. This is a weird one, but it's funny. <laughs> then y'all can plead the fifth. Uh, have you guys ever smashed one of your coworkers? Is it a good or a bad idea? What do you mean by coworkers? Like a DJ? Just a coworker in general. In a nightclub? In any working setting, a coworker. You have y'all ever smashed another DJ? No. <laughs> That's off the top. <laughs> He's going to plead the fifth. <laughs> No, I was just right. laughing because I saw Neville's face. I had to think about it. No, I, don't, I don't think, nah. Don't. Nah. That might be the worst shit you could ever do, no? Yeah. Smash a DJ? Damn it. No, Especially never, in the same city? It has to be, yeah. Especially in a city this small. Pause. But I mean, we're, we're, I don't really, like, a co-worker? Where are we in the, like, in the office or something? Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, like, I mean, like a like waitress or a bartender? Yeah, or someone like one in the of nightclub? those. Yeah, one of those, like a co-worker. Smash I mean, like a bartender, you never had, like, a fucking regular job? Like, yeah, they gotta be. I mean, they gotta be. I mean, like insinuating our environment. Yeah, actually, would y'all smash another DJ? I mean, it depends who it is, but yeah. Where I'm at in my life now, Jamie, you smash anything, bro? No, not anything. <laughs> I have standards. I have standards. But if that, tri- if that tripod came alive right now, you smash the tripod. Get it out work. It's just about a, about a 1942. Just screw some legs. <laughs> never in there. The warmth of that fuck tequila. The hole. Try to fuck the hole in that 1942. <laughs> <laughs> it's glass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next question. Here's a good one. This is more so for uh, for for cricket. When will we, when will we have the Filipino uh, uh, king of weddings? On and if they oh jewels, jewels. Yeah. I have jewels on. Actually, I would love to have jewels, uh, jewels on. Uh, shout to jewels in uh, San Diego and, and yeah, he's in, never in been Cali in, right now. He's done, it's been a while since he's been under Vegas, right? Yeah, no, no. I'd have him on, and he also has. I mean, I could talk like retail with him too. I could talk fashion yeah. and retail yeah, and all that shit. Yeah, he I, was I'd out here like maybe a month or two ago, but it was yeah. really quick. Yeah, it was yeah. like one day. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, I would definitely have him on. I'd have him and maybe a couple other San Diego DJs. Yeah. Maybe because he has like a whole crew of like Filipino DJs who help him with all the Filipino weddings he does in San Diego. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just at a wedding recently. Uh-huh. Uh, wedding's not easy, man. Yeah. That's a, it's a long process. Yeah. And I can understand like how someone can like literally, uh, what do you call it, tap into a market. Oh, yeah. And like, and really, like, let's say, like, there was a Korean, a Korean wedding market, mm-hmm. and I tapped into the Korean wedding market. Yeah, kill it. it, it it's really once you figured out how to do a Korean wedding or a Filipino wedding or an Italian wedding, like, you kind of cornered the market. Like, no one's gonna want to fuck, fuck with you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it takes a couple weddings to really figure it out. But once you've got it cornered, I mean. Yeah. I mean, I think you could make a ton of fucking money, bro. There's definitely, definitely. a market, but for it's it. definitely not easy, man. It's definitely not easy. I mean, I was at a wedding recently, and like, yeah, I felt bad for the DJ. There was like the the mother, the bride's mother, like requesting this, and this person requesting this, and this person, this dude, this dude paid for this, and this that. It was like, yo, I was like, yeah, what the fuck, bro? It was crazy. Yeah. 
Uh, this is for Neva and for Darren. Do you guys uh, think it's tough for being an African-American uh, DJ? You want to go first? <laughs> you know what? I think so, honestly. You think so? A little bit, yeah. Break it down for me. Oh, what about, wait, wait, what about you? D? Yeah, what you feel, D? Um, I think any DJ of any age or race is going to face some obstacles. I think in certain situations, but being a black yeah. DJ, yeah. you being but black DJ, African American, you think DJ you got it tougher. worse than any other? I don't DJs. think I've had it. In my experience, I haven't had it any worse. I've gotten stereotyped a few times. Like what? That I might only be able to play one thing, like exactly. hip hop. Yeah, I'm yeah, the same hip-hop. way. And especially during the um, the EDM, EDM up tempo EDM time, like I would literally have club owners pull me aside and ask me not to play too much hip hop, as if I didn't know how to play anything else. And I didn't take offense to it. I just kind of understood that that might be a bias that they may have experienced. <clears throat> and they look at me and they attach me to that right. bias. So I had to understand it and not really like let, let my feelings get caught up in what I was hearing and more so just prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. So I think that's not immune to any other races. Like I feel like a white DJ might be put in a, a hip hop club and they might expect him to not know how to play hip hop. And that's something that he might have to deal with. But I think, um, or like an Asian uh, DJ, they'll they'll yeah. say, "Don't scratch too I mean, much." <laughs> I mean, like, God damn, that's crazy. I mean, I spoke about this before, like during that EDM era. Yeah, that at, during that time period, it was hard for me to find work because uh-huh. everybody looked at me like, "Oh, this is a hip hop DJ. He's, okay, he can't do EDM." And I always felt like, "Hey, if I was like a different race, they would have been like, oh, yeah, he could do. Mm. It's no problem. He could rock it.' But he's being black. He's he's a hip hop DJ." And that's yeah. what I'm labeled as. So when you guys were coming into the to the nightlife, was and it? This, this is in Vegas, by the this way. This is in yeah. Vegas, yeah. This is in Vegas. Uh, when you guys were coming into the nightlife industry, was it harder to get on because you were black? The only reason I say it wasn't too hard because I knew how to play different types of genre. Okay. I wasn't just a hip-hop DJ. I was able to play rock, pop, reggae, Disco like everything across the board. And I had no problems rocking it. So that's the only reason why I felt like it wasn't that... It wasn't easy, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yeah. Like, say, if I was just a hip hop DJ, it would have been like oh, nobody would have been trying to fuck with me. Yeah. Uh, what about you, D? I think similar. Like, I think for me, I felt very blessed because I had a lot of guys that co-signed for me. <clears throat> Crooked being one of them, and Never being one of them, mm-hmm. amongst some others. So that always kind of like helped me get my foot in the door. But I always came in with a good knowledge of different genres of music as well. I was never stuck into one thing. And that helped this transition for me in Vegas a lot. Okay. But also, like you, were, you, I remember when you was like opening, closing at Tao. Mm-hmm. So you was exposed to some some really dope DJs. Yeah, who did open format spectacularly well. Yeah. Like they did EDM, rock, and everything. Yeah, I mean, Five yeah, would man. do Tao, and he would do country music sometimes, right? Yeah, that's crazy. So like, yeah, that's cool. So like, you were exposed to that, and that that was yeah, that was a, that was like I I would think at a certain point any DJ. Black, his, like Hispanic, Latin, Asian. If they're doing a big room in Vegas, uh, I would say seventy-five percent of the time, they they're pretty well seasoned in open yeah. format Definitely, club music. Yeah. But I will say there is an absence in DJs out here knowing about like classics, yeah, mm-hmm. and like having a wider catalog of music mm-hmm. that's like old school '80s music and stuff like that. I would say that they're somewhat limited in that. Yeah, yeah. but in in any other open format like hip-hop club music, I don't think, uh, yeah, I would say this in New York. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, probably, like, ma- with all the major cities, I-, I don't think there's any issues with it. No. 
with that being said, uh, what's the best route to get a set in a new club slash lounge? And by set, I'm assuming he means by a gig or a night to DJ. In a new lounge? Or a club. What's the best route to go about? Shit, man. The game has changed so much. (laughs) I don't know. To get into a new club or a lounge now. That answer is almost subjective, right? Like, it's almost like case-by-case scenario. Yeah, and different. it depends what city you're in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think more likely the best way for you to get anywhere is to get co-signed by DJs. Yeah. To be honest, like any fucking city that you're in. Yeah. If you're good and you play your role, uh, I think a DJ is going to give you a shot. Like, yo, I can't do this gig. Can you cover for me? Or, yo, they're, they're looking for, like, a dude to cover Thursdays. Yeah. Yo, I, th- I said for you to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the relationships you want to create. You definitely don't want to be that motherfucker that goes into the new club and be like, yo, I'll do this night for 200 or I'll do this for 300 Yeah. I'll smoke everybody. Because, yo... And you might get into that club and you might have a couple good nights, but after six months to a year, you might be like old potatoes to them. Yeah. And then no one's going to co-sign you, bro. Old and potatoes. then you're, and then you're done. Like, you're going to. Yeah. Man. You, I've like seen some. Disappear. It's like. I see there's, there's DJs that we even know from Vegas. Like, mm-hmm. we don't see them anymore, don't. Yeah. yo. Like, they was, just fade out because they, they just burn so many bridges. I yeah. was listening to Stephen A. Smith. He has a podcast, like a sports podcast yeah. I listen to. And he said something that stuck with me. It was a couple of weeks ago. He said, it's not where you're at. It's how you got there. Mm-hmm. And I think that like translates into our world and probably most fields. Like yeah, how you, how you got there is super important. So for a cosign is the most authentic thing that a DJ can do for you. Definitely. You but there, I mean? there's also DJs that cosign a lot of trash too, man. There's a lot of motherfuckers out there who who bring in a lot of like trash material. Not even just not <laughs> trash DJs, just like horrible people. Like why did you bring this horrible worthy, person into the game? Of, yeah. yeah, it's like oh, okay. why 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 did you bring these motherfuckers in our circle? Yeah. That, you know, like, that now I have to talk. I have to be around these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, why are you doing that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. why did you do that? Mm-hmm. I sometimes look at these motherfuckers. And they, they don't even realize, like, and that's how crazy it is. Like, you don't even know sometimes when you put somebody on nowadays. Because they could just be hanging out with you. And, and then they just, and then all of, the, all of a sudden they're just always around you. And all of a sudden they're, like, they're marked, they're marked as Neva's boy. Or yeah. Darren's boy, mm-hmm. or Jamie's boy, or Crooked's boy, and they're like, "Fuck it." He starts hanging out with your friends or your industry peoples, and they think like it's all good between you and him, and then they end up like getting opportunities that yeah. they may not have deserved. I've, I've seen it happen. Fuck. That's why Dingleberries eyes, Dingleberries. That's what they are, bro. But I mean, yeah. I have Next another question. Uh, another question. Uh, do clubs need to go back to having resident openers and closers? What does that mean? I, I, that was that was a question that I got. I think what they're uh, I had a, I actually had a conversation with the person uh, when they sent me that question because they yeah. sent it to me through text. And what they were saying is they feel that in 2019, if they go to like a specific spot, they may have a different opener Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's not a steady vibe like how it used to be. You might have the, the resident opener on right. three days a week. They can set up the headliner perfect and know mm-hmm. how to set up the headliner, know which headliners need what to be set up for, and you don't really have that anymore. And now it's like a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Like if you're playing three nights this week, you may not, you probably not going to know who your, your opener is. No. Chances are, right? No. So I think that's what they're saying. Like, do you think they need to go back to that? Or is it kind of like cool the way it is? I think is, it's impossible. Just, how can you, you can't do it because there's so many DJs now. Yeah. yeah. 
I think the value of a DJ. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if club owners value DJs. DJs. No, we're just a number. Do you know what I, I mean? I don't know, man. Yeah, I think some of them do. I think I think we're all like that's disposable. Not every. I think DJ. so. I For know. the most part. I think everyone's. Put, put I in, mean, then again, I don't know any better. I think everyone's put into a number. Like I think people are like, "You're a three hundred dollar DJ. This guy's a six hundred dollar DJ. This guy's a fifteen hundred dollar DJ." Yeah. But once you get typecasted as that number, it's hard to get it's out of abs- that category. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're always going to get interchanged with everyone in that category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if there's twenty fifteen hundred dollar DJs in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just gonna rotate everybody, no matter how good someone is or whoever, because to them, it's a different person to market in their club. Mm-hmm. Because I guess in their thinking and marketing nowadays, it's like if I just market the same person in the club, it's I'm gonna get the same people in the club, and it's not right. gonna change, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's more exciting if I if I if I rotate all of these DJs, and these different DJs have all these different followings. And all of them get a chance to be in my club. Right. So I, I think for that, I think musically, I think it's better to have the DJ who can hold down the room. Yeah. But I think from a club owner's perspective and their marketing department, all that shit, I don't think it, I don't think it makes sense to them. And I don't yeah. know if you guys agree or disagree. Well, I think it makes sense the way, and like you said, maybe it can never go back to what it was, but knowing that, of once upon a time, someone could come to Vegas and say, hey, yo, D, like, I know you're off tonight, but what's popping on a Friday? And I know for sure that Crooked was going to be a towel on a Friday. I can, I can like, bet my life savings that they're going to have a good time going to see Crooked, right? But if I don't know who's there, it's almost like, let me see, let me, let me look around and see who's DJing where before I tell you to go somewhere. Yeah. Because I don't want you to go and not have a good time. I want to make sure you're in good hands musically, so let me look it up. Oh, he, my homeboy's here. I know this person's here. They're going to kill it. Okay, then I'll tell my friends to go there. Like, now you, you, there's no for sure. Like, go here on a Saturday. Well, I think, you know I, I, mean? I, what do you, I mean, what do you think? Like, before when there was music directors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was people controlling the direction of the music or not really? The DJ was still kind of controlling the direction but of the music. But there was always someone there that'd be like, yo, do this and do that. Which is not a bad thing. Right. It's like, yo, you should go to this, go to that. And But nowadays, it's like, you don't have no one doing it. No. Nah. Like, I literally like, had an opener recently play before midnight. Mobamba. Like, every hit record. Tatiana. Plain chain. <laughs> Act yeah. Up. Yeah. Uh, Sweetie. My Type. Mm-hmm. Literally played every fucking song before I got on. Yeah. And I wasn't even pissed. I was just like, "This, I guess this you're is how su- it's going to be." You're not surprised. You're used to it. You're well, like, I'm not, not com- used to it. But it's like, you're like, I'm not, not completely it's used like, to it, but I'm just kind of like, I guess this is this is the. It's like, oh well, fuck it. This is the t- sign of the times. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah, is what yeah. it is right now. Like, mm-hmm. I guess this is like the new opening, or it's not even <laughs> opening. It's just like this is the new way to approach this nights the now. New format. Yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, dude was killing it. He was doing a great. He was on the mic. He was charismatic, and I couldn't really hate on him because I was like, "Yo, like, that was his regular night." Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, you know, invading his night. Right. So I'm like, "All right, this is what he does. Now it's up to me to sh- do what I have to do." Yeah. But you know, I honestly think I I really don't know where it's gonna go. 
later. But I think the reason why DJs who start their own parties are so su successful at it is because they're curating the night and they're bringing in certain DJs and they're letting the DJs know this is how we're flowing tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the direction we're going. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. Yeah, and then to and then you know having those DJs and letting them know what they what you want them to play and how they how they should approach the night. I think that's important. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, do I need to know the history of DJing in order to become a successful up and coming DJ? Do you need to know the history of DJing to be a successful DJ? Yeah. I think in anything that you do, you have to know some of the history. To, to get to have longevity, yeah. yeah, you got you do got to go back and and study what you know the people before you did because I did that. Shit. I mean, I think the question would be: Are the greatest rappers, are the greatest DJs, are the greatest singers, have they turned their back to history? No, no. They always respect history and they always pay go homage. back and they yeah. pay homage. They remember yeah. songs. You that learned a, from history, bro. That was a question that I was asked, and the reason I thought it was good was because I think there are, um, there are a generation of DJs coming up that probably don't know um, the way we respect and love and knew AM. Mm -hmm. They may have been babies when he passed, and I think that maybe they don't understand the importance or the relevance of his, his legacy, mm -hmm. and maybe they don't understand why they should know about these DJs that came before them because they're so young and they don't know. I mean, all these documentaries, like The Black Godfather, mm. uh, you know, documentaries about, you know, Dr. Dre, yeah. The Defiant Ones, all of these joints that we're, we're, we're learning about, we're hearing, like, the intimate stories back in the day. Mm -hmm. It's, like, amazing. Yeah. And it, it opens your horizons to everything. So it's, like, you don't have to, like, be studying the history of DJing, like, eight hours a day. Yeah. I mean, but you can you, go on YouTube and, like, look up... Look up like older DJs and yeah. get an idea like how it used to be back in the days. But I think yeah. everyone should always be res receptive to learning. Yeah. Like recently, A Track, right? He did. He announced on Twitter that he was doing the party this Friday that passed. He's doing an open to close set. He was going to do a five hour set. And he said that was the longest set he ever done. He's the longest set that A Track has ever done. You know, he was uh, probably trolling and saying like, "Oh man, I got to prepare these pee breaks." You know, yeah. my legs are sore or whatever like that. I mean, for 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 a lot of motherfuckers, they were like, why are you announcing this shit and bragging about this shit? Like, it's a, it's a big deal when we, yeah. we work in DJs. We do this all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From another perspective and from his perspective, I actually think it's dope what he did because even a DJ that's reached his success, right? He doesn't need to do an open to close set. He doesn't have shit to prove to anybody. But what I liked about what he did was that he is approaching things as a student no matter what. And I think that is the major thing that we have to understand in life is that if you approach everything as a student, no matter how successful you are, you know what I'm saying? You're never going to stop learning mm -hmm. and you're going to be more open and optimistic towards the, the whole process of, of where you're going and where you're going to end up. Yeah, Because it's like you're going to have – you're going to be like – you're going to have – successes and you're going to have failures there's going to be ups and downs but the whole point is that if you approach everything as a student you're just like all right what did i learn from this yeah. and how do i move forward on to that or i've never done this before you know what i'm saying or i just met this dj and he was talking about this D this old school style from this other city that i've never heard about let me look into that and find out more about it 
I was talking to Pace Rock, right? I didn't know shit about Spank Rock. Yeah, that was crazy. But mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I wasn't like, yo, fuck that. I didn't need to know about that shit. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, that's that's crazy that there was this whole scene going on that I, that really didn't affect yeah. my industry or what what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But those are, those are the things that are, I think those are the things that we have to cherish and like respect, especially if we're all in the same field. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna shit on a house DJ or, or like a reggae DJ or whatever because. Like, I don't think I got nothing to learn from that motherfucker. You know, like, that's yeah. not. And you know what? Like, I don't want to keep talking because I'm the only one talking here. But, <laughs> you know, like, when we did our live stream, we were talking about East Coast and West Coast DJs. Mm-hmm. The main factor of what wasn't addressed was, you know, I think Danger Zone asked, was there ever a, a West Coast, East Coast beef? And there never was. No. Outside of Biggie and Parker. No, no, there was never there's never been a time or a place where a DJ from New York came to LA and LA motherfuckers shitting on him or an LA DJ went to New York and New York motherfuckers shitting on him. Yeah. There's never been that time because we've always been really open about like, yo, that's a dope style. Like, oh shit, like this New York dude was doing this, that's dope. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a city where a DJ was like, yo, like Man, fuck that New York shit. Like, there was never yeah. like that. There was always like, yo, let me help you out. It was like a brotherhood or it was like a French, like it was an immediate friendship. Yeah. Like, it was an immediate partnership. Like, yo, we in this together. So me mentioning the different styles, like I think New York is more effective or whatever like that. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. But in no way is there a fucking beef between New York motherfuckers. And I don't need New York motherfuckers hitting me up like, yeah, we're the better style. It's not what it's about. Yeah. Because you may be from New York, but you yeah. still may be trash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I you know sh- what I'm saying? Like, and I you- should have mentioned this in the, um, that episode. I remember the first time hearing Vice at Light. It's like way back in the days. I didn't know who this kid was. It was like, yo, he's like the biggest DJ in LA. And it's like, I didn't want to be like, oh, fuck that. He's the LA DJ. Fuck him. But first time I heard Vice, I was just like, yo, this dude sound as good as any East Coast DJ I've heard before. Mm-hmm. And from there, we just like, I'm like, yo, you fucking dope. And we became cool after that. But. Yeah, it was like never no East Coast West Coast beef amongst never. DJs. No, yeah, no. and I don't I think mean, I don't think it should start now just because like I went off at a live stream. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. it, 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 you guys speak about Stone Rock being the first LA DJ to make it to New York, and yeah, how you and, and your was, boys gathered each other. I was excited and trying to go see him DJ. Jazzy Jeff, AM, when they went to Lotus, we was excited. We was like, "Yo, we want to hear this shit. Like, we want to experience and and see what the fuck they were doing." And I will say this: as much as you know, New York motherfuckers really to me excelled in open format Mm -hmm. i gotta admit that west coast when i heard cali motherfuckers for the first time dj they did some of the most creative mixes and they played they were more daring with the 80s and like classics than i i like i would have never imagined playing some of the songs that they played Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so those are some of the things i learned from cali djs as as far as a lot of technical shit like looping and yeah and all of that stuff, but yeah, it's always been open. Like we've always been like show and prove. Like if you dope, you dope. Doesn't matter yeah. what city you're from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there any more questions? That's it. There's no more questions. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think right, that's cool. it. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? So this is our two year anniversary. This is it, yeah. right? Nothing special. Not this. That's it. Just the family. That's it. That's it. Just all the right. Okay. I want to say thank y'all for having me being a part of this podcast. Cool. Thank who? Thank you guys, man. That's yeah. No, you just need to thank one person. Who's that? That's me. The guys. The GRD. <laughs> every time I, every time I get mushy and I say something, some, 
I, every time I, I get mushy, I say actually, this is a perfect opportunity for all three of y'all to thank me. Thank so you. you just thank yeah, now D it's your turn. I appreciate you. Man. Oh, thank you come on, thank man. You. <laughs> you them up, man. Thank you Fuck for being that, a man. piece of <laughs> shit friend yeah, sometimes. Listen, I'm out, of, I'm out of shape. So you're in shape. You were <laughs> yeah. feeling yourself. Let, let the out of shape motherfuckers get some. <laughs> appreciate get some you being a piece of shit. Uh no, shout out to you. You do a lot of hard no, no, work I'm for us. Kidding. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, it's a team you know effort up, here. I will say this, man. It's not easy and you guys always come through. No. You know. Even after ass surgery or whatever you guys have to do, you guys always come through. And I love y'all, man. No, it's, it's yeah, love. Shout, shout to P dot. We, yeah, man. P dot. P dot. Long, long sleepless nights that he's done for us. Yeah. Even though, even though you're late about eighty percent of the time with all the videos. That's right. It's still, it goes <laughs> up though. It goes up though. It goes hey. up. Own it. It gets it on up. YouTube. If it, it doesn't grow by three a.m., it's there by five. <laughs> by yeah. time when it wakes up. Shit. No, but uh, sometimes, sometimes the next day. But who cares, yo? It's up. It, it gets up. <laughs> it makes it up by Friday. It's eleven fifty nine p.m., but it's there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, nah, but shout out to all the listeners that have been fucking with us. And I remember getting two hundred and fifty plays, and I thought that was the shit. And now what we get, and I'm like, fuck. People still listen to us and come fucking laugh at us or whatever. But it's always love and, and appreciate all that shit. And yeah, yeah. That's about it. Just and it, and uh, one last big announcement: It's October, so it's Timberland season. So <laughs> you got to break out the layers. I, yeah. All my dudes, yeah. it's officially beanie season. North Face, bring out the the Damn beanies, man. the sweaters, the scarves, the North Face, the, the corduroy it's pants. It's not that cold yet. Man. What's the other one? Oh, the the North Face. Come on, man. The turtle. No, no, it's turtle next. Bring out the Carhartts. Maybe the Tims, but come on. Carhartts. Yeah. Yo, who's DJing in turtlenecks this year? Dude, we should I mean, that might be the wave. Yo, man. turtlenecks with Can the gold chain? Can we have a turtleneck chain? party? I did a turtleneck oh. for New Year's Ooh, last year. Tur- turtleneck and gold chain Change. party would be yeah. bananas. Yeah. 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 That could be the next the, one. The turtlenecks and gold chains. Damn. I like the next I'm one. I'm mad at that. Yeah. Turtlenecks and gold chains? Like Cuban links? We gotta write this down. Okay. None yeah. of y'all motherfuckers better bite that shit. Yeah. <laughs> if I see any motherfucker with that shit, I'm snuffing y'all. The turtleneck and gold chain party sounds like that. With the Tims on. Yeah, with the Tims too. Tim's and a quarter. The double layer ones. Don't get the single layer turtleneck dresses. With the little little turtleneck dresses. What are you talking about? What the fuck? Females, man. Oh. Oh. God damn it. (laughs) I was like, what are you saying? I was like, yeah, D, you wear your turtleneck (laughs) (laughs) dresses. I was like, what turtleneck? Has to be black. Pause. Hey, hey, what? We out. We out. We out. No, no, no. You can't do an announcement. Oh, yeah. That's right. DJ City is forcing me to announce. No, I'm just kidding. They're not forcing me. But Beat Source has launched their beta website, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which it's is basically, so if, if y'all that on, don't understand what's going on with BeatSource, BeatSource is basically uh, going to be the first streaming record pool. Or, you know. Yeah. Uh, and there's three stages for BeatSource. Obviously, they just launched the first stage would be their online store. Yes. Where you can buy MP3s and you can, you know play them and stuff like that the second would be the streaming stage where you're actually going to be able to buy music through i'm assuming serato's dj pro Uh or any of these kind of dj platforms and you're going to be able to buy uh music legally Mm -hmm. and stream it and then the third would be the record pool and i think from what they told me this should be happening in the next three to six months wow Damn, Damn. Um, all three stages in the next three Yeah, all three stages should be, I mean, they're really working their ass off. Yeah. Uh, I personally love the concept and the idea of it. I don't think the technology is ready yet. 
Yeah. So it's kind of like the phase. I know everyone loves the phase right now, and I think there's genius behind the phase. I think there's genius behind the beat source, mm-hmm. uh, streaming record pool. I don't know if uh, if it's something that's going to be ready or accepted. I, kinda, I think it's more so on the consumer base. I don't think it's the technology. I don't think people are going to be savvy to it. It's it's uh it's a big turn. You you do you like leaving what you know behind. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's on that. And but then again, you may be right. That's a good point though. Yeah, because I, I mean, didn't think about the because we're all DJs here. But like the first time DJ who gets Serato DJ Pro for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna be like, how do I get music or how do I get uh, unless these app these platforms or these programs start blocking out iTunes or whatever or MP3s. You think they'll do that, P. Dot? Uh, I don't think it's gonna get to that. I think actually, uh, newer DJs are streaming off apps that use like Spotify on their phone. That's like one of the biggest platforms right now. Mm. DJs. So maybe, like you said, in like 2021, 2022, when these kids get a little bit more experience, they're gonna be more in line with using streaming than right. having files on whatever their computers or their phone or whatever. I also think like everyone thinks Wi-Fi isn't available like that, right? Yeah. It's like one of those things where, you know, I think it's going to take a while for nightclubs to realize that this is the technology evolving and that they're going to have to have Wi-Fi, a fast enough Wi-Fi to to have this kind of like yeah. equipment and data and music being streamed that fast. So that's why I don't think, I think next year it's going to be like the phase, like phase, everyone got their phases this year, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're realizing there's some battery issues, some of that shit is blowing up, but I don't know what the fuck's going on. But definitely in two years, I think Phase might be the new shit. Possibility, yeah. But I think the same thing with BeatSource. I think yeah. I think it's definitely going to be the future. I just don't think it's going to really. I mean, it's more so. Don't don't, don't don't expect to be a hundred percent running perfectly. If you do jump on BeatSource, so just know there's some. I just think lives. everyone's going to shit on it for the next year. I probably because it's like, not. It's not. It's because. You're gonna be like, well, no, no, there's no Wi-Fi in the club, blah, 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 blah. There's no signal here. What if I'm out? Uh, what if I'm outdoors it, and I'm doing it's this? It's a lot to stick to what you know. Yeah, uh, mentality, and uh, let's just hope everything goes right. That's right. Uh, this video you can find on YouTube.com/slash. D- DJ City's probably gonna hate this. Nah, <laughs> yeah, we lost our sponsorship. I'm like, yeah, this shit isn't gonna be dope till two, <laughs> two years. Two years now. That's a new way. But anyway, Ro- they're gonna call me like, yo, what the fuck did you just do right now? <laughs> YouTube.com/slash Road Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Leave it. Uh, hit the little notification uh, bell, and then don't forget reflectionsofadj.com. Go ahead and uh, RSVP for the events that are coming up for Serato. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, shout out to DJ Sears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to Beat Source. Yeah, y'all gonna be dope in two years. Don't worry, Beat You gonna get there. <laughs> DJCity.com. Easy. Easy.